What's, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to the 956 ABV podcast. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the 956 ABV podcast. Let's go! Anytime I hear 100 anything in front of the numbers, I just it blows my fucking mind. Dude. It's crazy. <laughs> we made it, bro. We made it, but there is a lot more to do. A lot more to come, man. Way, way, way more shit to come. Oh, yeah, man. And most definitely. And uh, we want to go ahead and uh, give a shout out to our sponsors at the moment. Big shout out to Liberty Bell Bonds who hey. had my back a few months ago. <laughs> I wish I knew of them earlier, but better late than never. There we hey, go. If you ever find yourself in a pickle, give them a call at 956-381-5836. Hey. Oh, ho, ho, ho. don't add those extra threes at the end. Yeah, you'll just get an operator. Don't do that. <laughs> but guys, they are located conveniently in Edinburgh, Texas, next to the county motherfucking jail. Oh, so you, you can know. Uh, find them at 12403 Bell Bond Drive. Hey, so go ahead and hit them up, man. If you get into some shit this weekend, you party a little too hard, get a little in trouble, you know, go ahead and give them a call and they will get you 24-7 service. So go ahead. Yeah, go ahead and do that. And, of course, one of our sponsors, Beady Weedy's in the house. Yeah, yeah, one of the longest sponsors that we've got, too. One of the many. Well, actually, all our sponsors have stuck around already now for like a yeah, year. Yeah, man. So, so that's I fucking mean, fire. So I, th- I think we're doing pretty good. <laughs> and a uh, big shout out to Beady Weedy's. She's got a shitload of fucking flavors, guys. We've gonna, we're going to drink the original today. Uh, but you can taste anything from cucumber, pickle, extra lime, pineapple's my fucking I, favorite. I, I, oh, I thought the pickle would be your favorite. but No, that's yours, dog. <laughs> yours is a cucumber if I wasn't wrong. <laughs> but no, yeah, pineapple's the favorite of mine. She's got dope snacks. She's got the, the olive preparados. That's my fucking jam right there. The shrimps are really fire, shrimps too. Are good. The shrimps are fire. My, my heart's with the goddamn olives straight up. And shout out to her for... Uh, for just cooking up new shit all yeah, the time, man. man. She, sure, she's sure, got her sure. most recent flavor, the Amazing. L956, which is a cherry piccadilly michelada mix. Damn, and that son. one's fucking fire. But, fire, uh, fire, big fire. Big shout out to, to Iris and uh, Petey Wheaties michelada mix. And also a big shout out to the landmark on Tower. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you guys already know about that. You all already know. And if you don't, if this is your first time, make sure you check them out. They are located on Tower Road in Alamo, Texas. They've got a fucking badass beer wall with four little selections of wine. They've got fucking badass pizza that they make in-house with their dope Dutch. I don't even know what the fuck kind of oven that is. (laughs) A brick oven. 
something. And then you got all the food trucks that are. They've outside, got all bro. the food trucks, man. Make Amazing. sure you check them out. They actually uh, just recently they got like a dessert truck out there too. So yeah, I've they've been, been switching some stuff. You up got and a sweet some tooth. Things. Fucking uh, hit Ooh. them up, man. Make sure you check it out. They always got markets. They've got bands playing. Our guest Our has guest? actually performed there. Uh, hey, yeah, I was just gonna say. There. I was just gonna say they got a badass stage too. <laughs> a dope stage. Hey, and well, if you don't know that fucking voice by we now. We got a special guest in the building. If that voice did not give it the fuck away, guys, we've got rock and roll James hey. in the goddamn house. What's going on? Woo. Fuck yeah! I'm in good company nice, tonight, ladies and oh, gentlemen. Oh yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Yeah. How you feeling, man? Good, man. Been feeling good. Uh, just uh, got back into the gym, bro, and Ooh, hurting quite a bit. <laughs> bro. She, uh, I was like, you know, I couldn't even squat, take a shit last week, bro. <laughs> it was crazy, but uh, you know, I had been out of it for a while, and I just went back again and trying to get into rhythm again, you know, because you know I'm getting older, and I want to see how le tengo que poner las maneras. Oh yeah, we're in our thirties, and we're already feeling that, you know. Wait till you're fifty. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Hey, you look good yeah. for that age, hey, bro. Thank you, man. I appreciate Damn. it. Definitely in better shape than us. Pinche just fermenta ten dollars. I was over there at Walmart today, and I bought two boxes, and I saw ten forty-seven. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> so how how peppery would you actually be without it? Like, well, kind of like my shit? Like- no, actually, you know, when I didn't, you, you when I stopped using mm-hmm. the, because I, 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 my natural hair is reddish, brown, and blonde, dude. Just like like you, bro. I mean, it's like, pero me sale blonde, so me taja no blonde. And my wife was like, I don't know who you are anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you better start It's like I'm with shit. another guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I look like a gringo, bro. It was hey. like everybody was freaking out with that. Me but. too. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. And my dad used to get pissed off because they would, when I was little, they would tell him, "Hey, de quién es el gringuito ese?" That's the worst thing you could tell an old school yeah. is like, "Whose kid is that?" Like, that, dude, it. that was definitely <laughs> that was definitely my dad. For me, growing up, my dad's dark, dude. You uh-huh. know, like real Mexicano, dark. I'm colored eyes, all, so. My dad would take me to the mall with his brothers, uh-huh. and I'd be the only huerito in the whole little freaking gang of them. And everybody would be like, who's, who, who's that kid? You were walking in the middle you of- You adopted him or what? Hey, you were walking in the middle of him, and it looked like an Oreo cookie. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Extra, the most stuff. Yeah, double, double stuff. stuff. Double, double stuff. stuff. Hey, double stuff? I like double stuff. You still yeah. do. I bet you do. It's called DP. <laughs> nah, man. But uh, speaking of uh, abbreviations, Whiskey D, man, you're the front man of, of Whiskey D. Shout out yeah. to Whiskey D, man. Yeah, uh, we're going on our 12th year uh, since we got the sh- uh, the band started. Uh, after 2019, it kind of slowed down a bit, you know, with COVID and shit. Yeah. But you know, I needed that break too because uh, in 2019, from August till about the end of November. We were somewhere in Texas every weekend, El Paso, Lubbock, and man, it's a fucking road to get up there. Yeah. So on Friday, I'd get off of work, my wife would get off of work, and we'd get in the bus, or we'd get in, you know, whatever we're going up there. Yeah, the tour van or the tour bus. And we'd leave at 7 p.m. on Friday, and we'd get home like at 4 a.m. on Monday, and then go to work at 6. And that was our every weekend. Every weekend, dude. We did El Paso. We did Lubbock. We did Arlington. I mean, we're we're everywhere. And then in Arlington, it was on Sunday because it was a Dallas Cowboy Bill Bates uh, tailgate party. 
And so it's on Sunday afternoon, so we wouldn't get home till like this, four. But you're a 49er I'm a 49er fan. fan. Yeah. Shout out to all the 49er fans. Yeah. It's the Super Bowl. <laughs> this guy's still I, I, I always remind them. I don't yeah. even give a fuck for football, but you know, I just I just like to rub it in. Yeah. No, you know, I mean, uh, the 49ers and the Cowboys had an amazing rivalry in Hell the early yeah, 90s. Man. And the championship game was basically, it was and 49ers. Ho- hopefully they keep going at it, man. It's yeah. always good when, like, I, I feel like a lot of, there's a lot of 49er fans and Dallas Cowboys that, like, know each other, like mm-hmm. the fans. So whenever it gets down to them in a game, like, they go all out. Yeah. Bro. It's Philadelphia and 49ers we don't like, bro. You know <laughs> what I mean? You know, that's that's just the way it is. Yeah? New York, all right. Si pasan un poco con Eli Manning cuando está con oh, yeah. la chingada. Y los Washington Noteskins or whatever. Foreskins, <laughs> whatever whatever name they have now. <laughs> hey, how can you tell, Doc? Hey, I want to play for them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Commanders, man. What the fuck is that? Yeah. Right, a Washington Commander. That's the name. I don't know if you know because he doesn't really Fuck know no. football. But you know, you remember the Redskins, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, they're the Commanders now. That's mm-hmm. stupid. Well, I know, like Houston, we went from the Oilers to the Texans. That's mm-hmm. fucking stupid too. Yeah, they went from uh, Oilers to Texans, and the Oilers went became the Titans, the Tennessee ah, Titans. Yeah, that is true. And Kansas City, who won the Super Bowl, were the Dallas Texans. What? Yeah, they were the Dallas Texans in the '60s, and then they changes. They moved over to the- to Kansas City and became the Chiefs. And then Dallas didn't have a team for a while. And in 1961, they decided to create a, an expansion team, and it was the Dallas. And you know what they were going to name the Dallas Cowboys before they named them the Dallas Cowboys? The yeah. Dallas Steers. <laughs> And Tom no, and Tom shit. Landry from Mission was the first yeah, coach. Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember that. Yeah. He was the first coach, and he was there from '61 to like '88, dude. Damn, that's pretty crazy. Fuck yeah, bro! And he won Super Bowls in the Steelers that's crazy, in the bro. '70s. It was the Dallas Cowboys and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Terry yeah, Bradshaw, Terry Roger Staubach, Frank mm-hmm. O'Harris, and uh, you know, I was t- thinking the other day. You know that Demar Hamlin guy that oh, yeah. he got hit in the game and he oh thought, that guy that collapsed. Yeah, 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 they thought he had died and shit. Yeah. And um well, I found out that there's been a death in on the field back like in 47 or no something like that. It was a Detroit That's Lions. That's they were just like them leather Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, after it happened, I was watching the game and I was like, "Fuck, what they're going to they postponed it. They just like postponed it. They never fucking made it up or anything." Fuck. And I was like, "If this was the 70s, I wonder if they would have done that, you know? Cuz in the 70s, what it was fucking rugged, bro." Yeah. I mean, I bet, they yeah. probably said, "Okay, carry him up." Take him to the morgue. Let's keep playing. Right. You know? Let's keep it going. Uh-huh. And, and Simon, you, how did you get into the Cowboys? Like, have, are you from like Texas? Oh yeah, man. Born like here raised. in the valley. I was uh, I was born into Cowboyism, bro. You know, oh, because my dad me. and my uncle. I'm the same uh, way. You know, bro. in 1972, when the Miami Dolphins went undefeated, uh, that's when I became a, a Cowboy fan. You know, and so Marino. I had the cowboy tennis and Sears, you know, Sears, yeah. right? They used to have Sears. That was like the yeah, most yeah, popular yeah, fucking Sears, store around here. Yeah, for sure. They would bring down the Dallas Cowboys, Calvin Hill, uh, Robert Newhouse, uh, um, and uh, Hayes. I mean, yeah. all these players and they'd bring them to the Harlingen. And my one time my dad was there and Bob Hayes was there, man. He was considered the fast. Bob Bullet Hayes was considered the fast. And he was 22, like uh, Emmett Smith, right? So he was considered the fastest man on earth, right? So we get there and there's chingos of people and the people throwing footballs and hey, he's just catching them and signing them. He's sitting like on a stage and then I get real close and and I'm like, Dad, Dad, I want a, I want an autograph. 
And he goes, pues ve pa' frente y dale tu popcorn. <laughs> I had fucking popcorn, right? So I went all the way to the front and I gave him the popcorn and then he goes, oh, well, thank you. I started eating the fucking popcorn, dude. I go, no, sign it, sign it. <laughs> oh, okay, so he signed the popcorn and he gave it to me. I don't know what the fuck happened to that thing, but. That's fucking but, cool, though. Yeah. I, growing up in the 90s, like, I was born 86. So, like, growing up in the 90s, I was also like it was all cowboys like you know like yeah my my dad's not into football but my all my deals were and mm. I grew up real close with my cousin Manny and his mom actually is the one who's big cowboy fan mm -hmm. so like I grew up with like the cowboy jackets and you know shirts and shit and I, growing up I I would watch Ooh. some games mm -hmm. and we would we had like recorded on VHS something called the greatest moments in Dallas Cowboy history I don't know if you remember that that <laughs> yeah. doc, that yeah. doc. And but then they it had was the, fucking the, dope. The NFL film boys. It was a it was oh, a yeah. wet rainy day in yeah. San Francisco <laughs> with that goddamn. It gets you high. Right? Ah, you get into it like oh shit. shit. And then the music. Like we would like fast forward to like the parts where they're doing like these amazing catches and rolling in the air. Or we fucking push pause, run outside, throw the ball, fucking throw each other on the ground and shit with one bar on the helmet, right? One bar. Now it's like fucking. It's like a whole fucking. Cage and shit, it, looks, it looks badass now. Yeah, you get a bro. badass fucking thing. the face shield and everything. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? I was watching this past weekend the XFL dude. Oh, the okay, Rock okay. bought the XFL. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. And he's got his what his ex wife, who's his manager. Uh, she, you know, they're still fucking hooking up. I, I don't know, man. She looks like she it's she's got just, the voice of a man, dude. Oh, I mean, because she got hey, into hey, bodybuilding hey, and hey, hey, and so you know, come and steroids or yeah, no, say I'm not saying that she's on that, but you know, if you're rock, maybe if that's you're what the rock the, likes, you know, th those guys get the best gear. You know, I mean, oh, yeah, we get over here, but they don't get a reno, say la chingara, <laughs> horse steroids, la chingara. You know, pinche top of the notch, oh, top yeah, of the line. Nice. So his wife got his ex wife got into it and. She, they got a divorce. Uh, she ended up going into bodybuilding, and then she ended up managing his career. Damn. So she's part owner of XFL, and so is uh, um, so is uh, some other guy and The Rock. And they had the San Antonio yeah, Brahmas versus uh, the uh, St. Louis. Uh, I forgot their their name, but I saw some highlights. I yeah, saw some highlights. so they have these freaking rules now. You know, you know enough about football, right? Where when they make a touchdown, what do they do right after they do the touchdown? The extra point. The extra yeah. point. Well, they don't have that here. Yeah. You have to take the ball in from the two-yard line if you want one point. You have to take the ball in from the five-yard line if you want two points. Oh. Yeah. You have to take the ball in from the 10-yard line if you want three points. Okay? <laughs> so San Antonio was winning 15-3. to three, All right? All through the game. And then it was like the last two minutes, St. Louis scores. And they go for three. So it's 15 to nine. Yeah. They go for three, 15 to 12. So it's like under a minute and 30 seconds. And they have a rule that, you know, because what do, what do teams that are losing do when they make a touchdown the last two minutes when they kick it off? What do they do? The onside kick, for sure. Well, they they can do, instead of the onside kick, they get the ball on their own 25. And, and they, have, they have a fourth and 15. <laughs> and if they make it, they can keep going. It's fucking crazy. So St. Louis. It's kind of exciting, though. St. Louis time. decided to take that. And they fucked. <laughs> made a first down in the first and they fucking and they went and, and they scored won. and they Fourth won the game 15, bro that's, all of this that's pretty a, yeah that's pretty wild too that scoring system uh-huh and you know what the, another thing they do is like in the kickoffs 
they have the line of the defenders and the offense yeah, in line front up. of it, for right sure. in for like five or ten yards apart. Yeah, and the kicker's by himself over here, and the and the and the receiver's by himself over here. So the kicker kicks the ball, and the lines can't move until the kicker gets the ball. Then he's run. So there's never a fair catch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's never like it goes into the end zone and you got to go to the 20 yeah. and shit. Oh, no, yeah, there's sure. always going to be action every fucking kickoff. So fucking I like man. the XFL, I mean, yeah, man. I mean, it's pretty it exciting. Good. Yeah, dude. it's exciting for that shit. Dude. I saw a uh, long time ago at the at the Viper Stadium, they had arena football there. Oh, yeah. And that oh, shit was yeah, fucking exciting. It was yeah. like so small. Like, they kick off bouncing off the goddamn like nets that they yeah. had. So that they had a quarterback cool. from uh, Brownsville Porter named Billy Garza playing. Oh, there shit. and like Bronzeville Porter was like the worst high school football team <laughs> in the history of high school football here in the Valley. Right. But they went to the playoffs and almost made it that one year no, that he was quarterback. Special year, yeah. But Pasacker, Piche Bronzeville Porter, Puro Piche State Champions. It'd be a goddamn shame if they weren't good, man. Like, fuck. We're in a state championship soccer. Oh, yeah, who are you playing? We're playing Bronzeville Matamoros, Chinga. Just give them the fucking. Give them the fucking. Yeah, dude, soccer's a different on that. Yeah, just give them the fucking state trophy. I don't fucking know what I mean. Hey, but uh, let's. We are the 956 ABV podcast, so let's get into a little cerveza. It's todo. We've Ooh. got Starbase Brewing. Hey, they're out of Houston, Texas. H Town. And uh, this is the Lucky Launch Day Lager, and it is a Mexican style lager at a light 4.9%. How does it taste, guys? So, what do you guys give it from a 1 to 10, man? I'm oh. about to find what out. What are you drinking, by the way? I'm drinking Budweiser Zero. Man. Hey, shout out to Budweiser uh, Zero. You actually turned me on to that shit, man. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I, I, I've been non-alcoholic for about, uh, this June will be 16 years. Man, that's a long time. So, bro. you know, and I would drink O'Doul's and I'm also, well, now I thought, shit, I couldn't yeah. fucking handle that shit in the aftertaste. And then I saw Bud Zero <laughs> and I was like, fuck. You know, and I tried the skunky non-alcoholics and all that shit. Cheers, man. Cheers, brother. Thank you for inviting me. And so when I saw Bud Zero, I was like, what? So I got it. And I was like, man, it tastes like fucking Bud. That's all I drank when I was growing up. Yeah, yeah. And so I can drink at least four or five of these. And and the reason I I would drink is because when I'm on stage with my band, I'm used to, you know, having a little beer or something. It gives you that that vibe. Uh It gives you the vibe, gets you into the mood and stuff like that. So... You know, and I and I get to raise hell with the people Fuck and yeah. and and have them buy more beer. You know what I mean? So, uh, so then when I found this, I was like, cool, man. So every time we play, I always ask for a you know a twelve pack of Bud Zero and badass, and we get it. And you know, hell yeah! See, like a few months ago, I got arrested and um, it was for DWI and like Maui there because like I they. I said after my daughter was born, like I'm not gonna be fucking up, and and I fucked up. You know what I mean? Yeah, and so. I started buying these a lot when mm-hmm. I like had that urge, but I didn't want to get fucked up. Yeah, I would buy the zeros, and they're fucking good, man. Yeah. it tastes like beer. Like, They'll get you home safe. Hell yeah, <laughs> hey, get it's the like, job it's like done. A little, like a little, like a little, like placebo effect. You know? it's, it's pretty good, like because it, it, it'll show you that it's really all in your head. By the time you know it, the alcohol will kick in, and you're like, oh fuck. But, like, if you're drinking these, like, you could still yeah. enjoy the flavor. Well, what happens is, like, uh, you know, I've learned since I, I, I went to two rehabs. 
So before the first drink comes the obsession to drink it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So what happens is you get to, you start the you start obsessing on drinking a beer and you drink a non-alcoholic and the obsession leaves because you're fucking tricking it with beer yeah. with a non-alcoholic beer. Yeah. So th- you know a lot of people don't understand like you know a lot of times that hey right chinga I say relapse carnal así se moya pistiele a lot of people think that when they take that first beer, that drink, that, that that's relapse. And it's not. Relapse is when you're thinking about taking that first drink. You know what I mean? Or that So first. it's like already, like, you already relapsed before you even, like, yeah. you don't even have to drink it. Like You, you, you don't relapse, have to drink yeah. it. And so, but you have to learn how to catch that. You know, like, when you're thinking, there's this, uh, in the AA books, you know, the Alcoholics Anonymous, it said, okay. for Bill, alcohol became a necessity instead of of a luxury right and so i i'm talking with these dudes in prison you know giving them some you know uh you know some faith hope and courage and all that oh, shit yeah, yeah. And, and i tell them and i and i read that to them yeah. <laughs> he said you know the, the booze was a necessity instead of a luxury and so that's the way i kind of educate a lot of uh street level people you know guys that you know have trouble with drugs or in jail or in a restitution center or something like that i talk to them and i give them examples of street level type of example of what's in that book you know what i mean there was one that says uh uh bill bill's infidelity was rare because of his alcoholism right or whatever his drinking yeah and then uh, i tell him no sabes que yo estoy en la cantina estoy casado carnal y ando con una vieja en buena y estoy casado y está la ruca en la casa con los chavalos pero yo estoy con una ruca aquí en la cantina voy a rentar cuarto vamos a tener un buen tiempo llego a la caja amanecido me vale madre Uf. Y de ahí llega un camarada y se para enseguida de mí. Hey, Rack, dale para los baños, carnal. Me voy para los baños, saca una onza de coca, bato, uh. y me vento un pase. ¿Con quién chingados crees que me fui esa noche? <laughs> With the homie. Yeah. yeah. In- infidelity didn't happen that night. Yeah. You know, because I went after the... And, and when I tell them that, when I ask them, ¿Con quién crees que me fui esa noche? Everybody goes, ¡Con el vato! Yeah. ¡Con el vato! Yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, that's just the way I explain to them, and they get they get a kick out of the way I explain to them yeah. the, yeah. the A book. You, you know what you, I mean? Yeah, because I mean you've you've experienced it, and you've uh, you know like at how to relate to them at their level. You know, like uh-huh. for sure. And I tell them some crazy stories, man. There's a story um, over there outside of Mercedes because that's where I was used to hang out and do my cocaine and my okay. uh, smoke my crack and all that shit and drink. <laughs> I knew it. I was crazy. That's how you got the name Rock, right? Yeah, no, no. Actually, it, it wasn't, but I tried to make it that. You know what I mean? You wanted to live up to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, there was a little house in a colonia. You know the colonias? You know, you go in there, you're yeah, going to yeah, find yeah, something, yeah. bro. Yeah, for sure. For so sure. there was this little house that you'd get off and you'd get into the driveway, walk and knock on the little kitchen window right in front of the sink right oh, and they'd yeah. open it ¿Qué pasó? Necesito algo, carnal. ¿Qué I know some places like that Orale. some places like that I'd right give here. him the, you know I get, it was like 3am you know I give oh, him the yeah. money he went in and he brought me back my cocaine They've definitely been there and then he looks at me and he says hey te pareces al rock and roll James 
Hé, dit is too rock. Dit is Simon Kernel. Con quién andas? Con nadie, ando solo. Pues métete pa' dentro, carnal. All tweak. I was like, fuck yeah. I'm going into where it never, it never is. Yeah, let's Hell party. Yeah. Let's fucking party. And I had a bottle of vodka, right? Oh, so I went in and I went to the back room and he had a TV and the, there were cameras in the driveway. So he was seeing everybody's coming in, you know? Yeah. And we start partying, and all of a sudden the guy starts going wacko, dude. You know, like, no están viendo, carnal. Oh, I know some of those. Quita la pinche cortina, carnal. Quita la cortina. And then he walks into the, like, say that's this room, right? He walks into the closet, oh, and he comes out with a gun, right? Mm. And I'm like, hey, déjame ver, déjame ver si está la puerta de enfrente trancada, carnal. Ahorita vengo. <laughs> so I go, and I fucking take off, Yeah, bro. fuck I'm that. the fuck out of there. So I go. It's like four in the morning, man. I got my cocaine i got my bottle i'm the fuck out of danger right and i'm like where can i go so i went to my good old faithful friend his name was judas we called him judas because he wore the same judas priest t-shirt to school every day right <laughs> and so i get to his house and i knock on his window at four in the morning and he's like yeah hey hey, hey it's me man it's me rock what <laughs> it's fucking 4 a.m man what the fuck do you want man <laughs> hey, I got some Coke and I got a bottle of vodka. I'll be right there. <laughs> so he goes, he opens the door. I go in there and he goes, we start doing a bump, you yeah. know, doing a little drink. And he's like, we need to do a rock, man. Uh-oh. Okay, oh, man, bring a spoon, shit. throw Here some go. bacon, bacon yeah. you know, fucking do this thing and then break it off. And, you know, within 45 minutes to an hour, we're out of cocaine, dude. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So was, that, like, was that your first time doing rock? No, but it, bro, I've been doing it for a long time already, bro. When was your first hit of that Well, shit? let me finish the okay, story, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Let me finish. So then the coke ends. It's like 5.30, 6 o'clock in the morning already where they're twiddling our thumbs all fucking wired. <laughs> yeah. and, like, mm -hmm. and my friend's like, we need more shit, man. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. You know, school buses, you know, or we're driving around. We need more shit. And I'm like, fuck, fuck. I know where we can go. <laughs> where do you think oh, we went? I know man? exactly. The guy with the gun. Uh-huh. <laughs> I told him, vamos, you got to go with me, bro. So we went. <laughs> scared? Like, fuck and God. we went back to that <laughs> colonia, bro. Yeah. And I got back to that house, and I drove into the driveway, and there were two fucking mafioso trucks. Remember oh, those trucks when all the mafioso shit. used to wear those, drive those choo-choo trucks? Which ones were the, which they ones? Were like the the, Chivis, yeah, the yeah, they were fucking awesome oh, trucks, man. I think I know which ones. They were lowered. and Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And so there were two fucking trucks in there, and I drive my little fucking Toyota Corolla in there, right? And, uh... I get off and it's already daylight, man. It's about seven, six thirty, seven. And there's dew, and there's a kid sitting in the truck, and he looks at me. Uh, Mira no más quién es. Es rock and roll, James. Oye, wey, dijo este vato que tú viniste esa noche con cinco vatos y destruyeron la casa, wey. What? Damn. I was like, hey, wey, yo no, yo no, yo vine pa' acá, estaba aquí, era el vato, yo le puse, yo vine solo, carnal, el vato sacó cuete y la chingada comenzó a tumbar cortina, yo no, yo no vine con chingo de vato, yo vine solo. Ah, sí, pues vamos pa' acá. So, so he said, vamos pa' acá, right? So we go to the side of the house, and there's this dude looking like a fucking, like, mean motherfucker, man, you know what I mean? 
Man, and Cholo he says, kind of guy? "No, dude, they were dressed like you know, botas y avestruz, oh, okay, cartel, yeah, yeah. cartel, okay. bro. You know, the real deal." And so uh, the kid tells him, "Hey, dice Rock, que este vato es el que hizo desmadró toda la pinche casa, carnal." And he goes, "Really, Juan?" He calls the guy because the guy's in the backyard somewhere, right? So he comes and he runs around, and when he sees me, dude, he goes, ah! "Oh shit!" And I said, "Hey, wait." No te es chingando la madre, güey. Tú, tú hiciste un pinche desmadre. Yo le puse, carnal. Yo no vine con cinco cabrones. Damn. And so then the guy, the guy, the cartel guy tells them. ¿Es verdad lo que está diciendo él? Sí. He grabs him by the shirt and pulls out this fucking nine millimeter, dude. And he tells me, ponle. Oh, shit. And I was like, I still watch. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm walking away to the little car, right? My little car. And the dude, the kid that saw me at the beginning, he wasn't a kid. He was like 15, 16, right? He runs, hey, rock, hey. And he slaps me on the hand. And he gives me a big old water coat, dude. <laughs> I fucking get in the little car, and then my friend's like, where the fuck are you bringing me to, man? You're going to get us fucking killed. That's <laughs> goddamn Mercedes, man. But you know what I was thinking, bro? Imagine if I hadn't gone back, and I ran into those guys at a bar. They would have fucked you That's up. That's the fucking guy they that, that took the shit. They wouldn't have asked nothing. Right? That's the guy that they said took the shit. You didn't fucking rock and roll jeans. Yeah. If I would have, if I wouldn't have shown up and been able to fight my case in front of those killers, and I'm over here in a pinche cantina in Alamo, San Juan, or ran, you know, fucking ran into you out in like, the hey, boondocks, the is ones that I the like, fucking guy that you know, that guy said, let's get him. Yeah. So man, I I had a fucking guardian angel looking for me that day, he, telling me. You know, and on that day, I was yeah. like, the angel was like, let's go get some pasta. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it was, it, there was a reason for me n to have gone back in order because yeah, it could I mean, have been it's, worse it's, later it's on. It's crazy bro. when you look back in life and see those little things and you're like, oh, shit, that must have been something helping me there because that's a fucked up situation that who, who like, why did that happen? You know, mm -hmm. like, yeah, like, why did shit like that happen? Yeah, dude. And, uh, you know, but I, I finally, you know, I finally had to stop. And, um, that moment that I had to stop, I said, fuck, I can't because, you know, the drugs were killing me, man. I was going five days of no sleep Thursday to Monday, you know, every fucking, I'd be good for like a week or two and then boom, I'd be back there again, you know, and, I, and it would all yeah, start. Hey, no I've been there too. No más unas dos virongas y un veinte. <laughs> yeah, that's no, 20, that 20 uh, by the time you know it, it turns into an eight <laughs> yeah, ball. Yeah. Fucking shit. <laughs> yeah, he would know, but yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I used to, I used to live with the, with a dealer, we, so. Mm -hmm. You know, get you know by. how that crazy can get. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that shit was. Hey, uh, speaking of crazy, uh, would you like to try some? Yeah. How do we do that? Huh? We got a cup for you so. here with some ice. That's a michelada, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's the original mix of uh of beady weedies. And then I put some of this Budweiser Zero in there. What? That's yeah. right. We're gonna put a little bit of the mix for you. Orale, nah, probably Let me more, taste though. it up. Beady's weedies, yeah, it's called. Beady Weedies. Beady Weedies. You like you good with that or you want a little more? Yes, I don't, I don't know. Let me try it. I've never drank this stuff, man. 
Let's, let's I'm, see what what's I'm spilling a little things. bit of beer in nah, your studio, dude. No, bro, no, no, you have no idea how many beers this guy has <laughs> in here, man. You got a cat that can lick nothing, it up. Yeah, that's you nothing, she was waiting for somebody to spill. <laughs> and she's going to lick it and go, this shit ain't got no alcohol. Like, this ain't the one, dad. This ain't the one. <laughs> yeah. yeah hey, right. is, cheers, man. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Cheers. 956 uh, ABB podcast, man. Hey, all the way. You. All right. I yeah. like that beer a lot better with that yeah. Michelada. Yeah, that mix. tastes pretty good, man. It's like fire, it. yeah. yeah it's it, don't, really it tastes like a Bloody Mary almost. Yeah. Almost a little yeah. bit, yeah, man. Mm, I need a celery stick, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The olives, man, I'm telling you, they they pair perfect. Like, yeah. like Andy and I used to go out like just bar hopping and shit, and I would always order olive cocktail, and he's mm-hmm. like, what the fuck is that? So I let him try them. And well, that was, one that was every it, time man. I go out, like, now, every time, sure. like you know, and then now the fact that she makes them with her own mix, like that's it, like you know, and what I mean? it's a like, sponsor. Shout out to Pete <laughs> Weezy, yeah, man. <laughs> What's in that stuff? What is it? The tomato juice and secrets, definitely yeah. playful secrets, clamato type shit. So it's like healthy, right? I mean, just healthy stuff, yeah. right? Yeah, it's so keto friendly. Yeah, don't quote me on that. I don't know if it's keto. It's like drinking orange juice with vodka. You're getting vitamin C while you're getting fucked up. You know what I mean? Makes sense. Yeah, I would get orange juice with my ecstasy pills. So I was like, anything, anything goes good with orange juice, man. Man, that's true. Yeah, yeah, man. I do, but how did the how did the whole like radio thing start, bro? Well, because um, you've been doing like you've been in radio for. Dude, when I was a kid, I was my parents were listening to you <laughs> yeah. on the radio on different stations, like all that shit, man. But but how did it start for you? Like uh, where did it start? Well, I, I, when I was a kid in radio, I mean in uh, in school. I always wanted to be a fucking DJ or a rock and roll star, man. Rock and roll singer, man. You know, so I started singing with bands in junior high. And um, and so there was this little radio station there in Mercedes uh, called KGAR, right? Le llamamos cagar. That's funny. And the guy that was that running. needs to be a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that was running the the the, um, the station, his name's uh, Frankie D. He's on KTEX now. Man. He's okay. been there. He's been yeah, there around for a while. So I would stop by on my way home from school, you know, because I'd walk, right? And it was downtown. So I'd stop and I'd say, hey, man, you need any anybody? You know, no, nah, no, nah, nah, we ain't hiring. I'll clean the fucking offices and shit. I just want to be involved. Get in your shit. foot in the door. Yeah, man. and it was like almost like rock and roll music they were playing. They were playing mainstream general uh, market stuff. Yeah. And so he said, no, nah, man. I said, hey, well, here's my number. And in case you ever have anything, let me know, bro. I'll come over here right away, help you out, whatever, man. Even as an intern, I don't give yeah, a fuck. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So he said, okay. So... This was about March, right? And so school ended, and it's like the first week of June. It's like the first day uh, that there's no school. I'm fucking asleep at the house, you know. I've been partying <laughs> that weekend, and uh, my brother runs into the bedroom and says, "Hey man, hey man, Frankie D's on the phone. Frankie D's on the phone." And I was like, "Fuck, <laughs> let me get up." <clears throat> so we didn't have no cell phones or nothing like that. It's like 1985. There were no caller IDs. Yeah, in those it, was, days. it was 1984. And uh, so I had one of those phones. No, no. (laughs) We had the fucking cordless phone, right? (laughs) But you couldn't get too far because they. (laughs) So I ran to the kitchen. I had the cordless phone. I'll go, Frankie, hey, what's up, man? You want me to get there, bro? I'll be there right now. He goes, no, 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 no. It's not radio, bro. I'm like, what do you mean it's not radio? He goes, no, man, they need a DJ at Louis' backyard on South Padre Island. Oh, shit. I said, okay, can you be there at 7 o'clock tonight? And I'm like, I don't have a car. 
I don't have gas. Let me ask my mom. I don't have money. <laughs> I live in Mercedes and the island's like an hour away. Yes. <laughs> I'll fucking be there. Yeah. Let me take off running right now. So he says, okay. So I'll tell him that you're going to be there. All right. So we hang up and I'm like, fuck. Como la was it, right? I know. I'll ask mom for the truck, right? So my mom walks in after work and I'm walking up to her like, uh, and she looks at me like, ¿Qué chingas quieres? <laughs> and I'm like, can I borrow the truck? The truck? And I'm 17 years old, bro. You know, right? Yeah. And she goes, ¿Para qué chingas quieres la troca? I got a job interview. Really? Where? <laughs> West Laco. <laughs> <laughs> got to figure out the distance and timing. Yeah. Yeah. So Very I wasn't smart. about to tell her South Padre Island, yeah, bro. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So she says, okay. I'll let you in. Good luck. <laughs> so as soon as I get in the truck, I take off and I go pick up Judas, right? Because I'm not going to get you in know, trouble by myself. Yeah, right? yeah. I said Judas. Yeah, Let's Judas. It. So we went to the island. I walk into the bar and there's a guy named Johnny Barrera and he was a bar manager, right? So he says, hey, are you the guy the radio sent? And I go, yeah, man. Okay, come on up. He took me up to the DJ booth. He said, okay, this is the microphone. These are the records. These are the record players. The dance floor is down there. Just, you know, welcome them to the Louis backyard and talk on the mic and let's see what, what happens. I said, okay. So I was there. I started playing some records. I knew the music. And then. What was hey, the genre, if you don't mind me asking? It was, uh, you spin me round oh, around. new wave. Josie's on a vacation. Yeah, okay. What I like about you. Like top 40 party. Shit. Shout, shout, let it all out. I hear the secrets that you keep hey, when you're talking in your sleep. That's you a know? good one. I like so, that. And then Michael Jackson and shit like that. Right? Yeah. And some even some uh, John Cougar Melon Camp and oh, stuff shit. like that. You know, it's a particularly. So I get there and I, I talk on the mic. Hey, all right, everybody, welcome to Louis Backyard, the number one hot spot on South Padre Island. I'm James and I appreciate you all coming. And if you need a song you want to hear, just come on up and talk to me and let me know. And if I've got it, I'll play it for you and so then the bar manager comes in and he goes i think you got the job bro <laughs> i go really he goes yeah the lady wants to talk to you and i'm like oh, okay well, what do i tell her i don't know what the fuck to tell her i'm 17 years old yeah. i don't know you know had you had a job before that h-e-b sacker hey, there you hey. go and so 285 an hour no <laughs> <laughs> Imagine what waiters made in that yeah, day. So, Jesus Christ. Oh, bro. so you had then, to pay to work. So then I, I tell the guy, hey, what I tell her? I don't know what to tell her. He goes, well, tell her you want 900 a week. I'm like, 900 a week? <laughs> like, no, you know what? Tell her you want 1,000 a week. Ooh, Jesus a Christ. 1,000. He goes, the other DJ was getting 900, so tell her 1,000. No shit. So I walked over there, and it's real dark, and it was this big lady named Glenda. She's smoking, sounding like one of uh, Bart Simpson's aunt, right? You got the job. Damn. How much do you want? And I'm like, 1,000? Okay, you got it. Oh, I was like, fuck. That's about dollars a week. 17, 17 years bro. old. So I worked till two in the morning that night. And I had to go back home in my mom's truck another hour. Mm -hmm. So me and Judas, Judas was all fucked up, man. I got him <laughs> drunk and shit. 
we're driving back. I go drop him off, and then I'm driving into my mom's house. It's like 4.30 in the morning, and all the lights are on and shit. I'm like, a la madre. Here we go. I walk in, and my mom's looking at me, dude, and she's got smoke coming out of her fucking ears <laughs> and shit, and she goes, donde chingados estabas? Yeah. Mom, 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 come down, come down. I got the job. I got the job. I was at South Padre Island. What? You were at South Padre Island? <laughs> but I got the job. I don't give a damn if you got the job. Nine, $1,000 a week. Ay, mijito, venga mi rey. Que la Hombre, te quiero mucho. I was 17 years old. I ended up moving to the island and I was making oh, more you, than you my mom. You moved out there. So you moved yeah, because I, I was thinking about how the fuck I'm going to get up there, right? Yeah. How was so the island? I back, back, to, like, what year was this? Like, like around this was eighty four, nineteen eighty four. How was the island? In Shit, Avruto Carnal. It was awesome, bro. That uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan there, played like there. There's like a video from like I think in the eighties uh-huh. and, and where it's like South Padre Island spring break. It looks fucking Stevie Ray Vaughan. Awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was there. Crazy. I don't remember crazy. it, but I was there. But so anyway, I, I, you know, I, I told my mom, well, you know what, just take me over there, and and then she, she took me the next night. It was a Friday night. And uh, I told the bar manager, hey, dude, I don't have anywhere to stay. I got to be coming from Macau. I don't know if I'm going to be consistent. He goes, you know what? You can stay with me in my efficiency until you get your first check, and then you can get your own place. I said, orale, carna. So I told my mom, you know what, mom? I'm going to stay here. So I, I stayed there, and I ended and your up. Your mom was cool with it? like, she's like Yeah, I mean, she she my mom, she's. It was more, it was different back in the day. Like, shit wasn't so wild, you know? Like, I'd imagine, because, like, growing up, my I would want to ride my bike, like, at 7 in the evening. I'm like, nah, you're fucking stupid. Get inside, you yeah. know? Like, but she explained to me that, like. Growing up in the eighties, like you know, like it was different. It you know was, what I mean? yeah, like yeah, for sure. yeah. Well, I mean, during the seventies, I was on my bike all day in town. You yeah. know, I mean, I was at home. We didn't have PlayStation. We had none of that shit. You get on the bike and you go and you fuck visit friends and yeah. you know and just hang around town and walk into a store. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, it, it's it's pretty good. The first uh, car wa- I ever washed was about four. It was I was about eight or nine years old. I stopped at a Seven Eleven, and there was a Fangoria magazine, right? Oh, you know, Fangoria! Like, you know, they show all the behind the scenes. <coughs> there was no digital bullshit. It was all makeup and shit. So I'm freaking out, and the lady tells me, "Hey, hey, hold on, you, you, no free reading." I'm like, hey, well, can I clean, you know, the floor or can I sweep or can I throw the trash for the magazine? He goes, no, I can't let you do that. It's policy. And if you've, if you've noticed, that's exactly what I told Frankie D yeah. at the <laughs> station. So from, from fourth grade up to my 17 years, you know, I was, you know, whatever it took. Hustling. Yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. it took. Yeah. And you, so, had that, you had that, like, thing to. Yeah. To, so yeah. I'm like eight or nine years old. And the lady says, you know what? But if you want, I'll give you 250 if you wash my car. On Saturday morning at nine o'clock, I live behind the store over here by the canal, and go over there at nine in the morning and I wa- and wash the car. I'll give you two fifty. I said okay. So Saturday morning, I get up, man, and you know most kids were watching cartoons. We didn't have the Cartoon Network. We didn't have Nickelodeon. It was just Saturday morning cartoons, and that's yeah. it. You miss Saturday morning cartoons, you're shit out of yeah, luck till the next Saturday. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, you know, I got up. I wasn't gonna watch the cartoons. I put my shorts on, my tennies. I got on my bike and I took off to the lady's house. And I knocked on her door. It was nine in the morning, and she opens the door like, <clears throat> and she's looking, and then she looks down, and she goes, "Oh, you made it!" <laughs> I go, "Yeah, <laughs> okay." She gave me the fucking soap in the fucking bucket. I ended up washing her car. I mean, it was half assed when I was a little kid. Yeah. And then I went and knocked on her door. I give her the shit back. <laughs> I put my hand out. She gives me two fifty. Where do you think I went? 
I want to go buy the Fangoria, the Fangoria magazine, magazine buy a Slurpee and played some pinball, you know, Man. and right there in that, that with two fifty magazine, yeah, all that with two fifty. The magazine was like ninety six cents, man, a dollar. <laughs> Shout out to Anadote just hey. walked into the building. What's up? What's up? By the way, uh, don't you glory my my window? You're cut up, you're cut up, that Travis Scott, yeah, dude, that guy sucks, bro. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I don't tell me, bro. I'm a fan, so bro, tell him. Let he me tell know. you. No, <laughs> yeah, dude, let no. me tell you. I was listening. He bought the, the Happy Meal that he had. I have, I have the McDonald's. vinyl. I have bro, all that shit. Let that me guy. tell you. I was what I had my hip hop uh, playlist on shuffle, then, yeah. right? And I'm hearing Tupac when I'm working out. Ooh, yeah. And it's the song, uh, That's Just the Way It Is. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Things Changes. will never be the yeah, same. Yeah. And I'm really, really fucking zoned in on everything he's saying. And like, motherfucker, man. This guy's. And then after that, Poet. Bang, 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 <laughs> don't you open up that window? Don't you I'm like, hey. what the fuck? <laughs> this guy's number one. Hey, this guy's fucking made all this money with these this song. I mean, it's like, I mean, Tupac was way fucking better than <laughs> fuck yeah, man. You know? yeah. I mean, goddamn, hey. bro. What's, What's going? up, so boys? Th- so thanks Especially for bringing us. Yeah. yeah, that guy came in and just started a whole new. My apologies, my apologies to whoever's uh, in the Harley Davidson. Remind me to switch my insurance information. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just. But yeah, yeah man, he's the uh, the third uh, member, the new boy, the, trifecta, the new boy, man, the trifecta now, man. He's our video and, uh, editor. Oh, yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, man. Nice to meet you. Chulo, bro. Chulo. Yeah. I don't know about that, but like, <laughs> you know about that. Yeah, you I do know about that. You know about that. <laughs> oh, so yeah. Anik don't know tiene camera, okay? <laughs> no, 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 no. He, he no, doesn't no. like being on camera. No, no, no. no, no, no. 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 <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like to be on camera, but on Instagram. Fuck no. Taking pictures with his nipples out. Yeah. Oh, wait, that's me. That's you. But catch him on only. Fans and yeah, uh, fans, fans only, fans <laughs> only. We did Porn, the Pornhub. <laughs> yeah, damn. No, so. but 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 yeah, dude. You you got that job out there in the island. And how long did you do that years for? Old? And I, and then I that ended up like in four months. It was a seasonal job because you know it gets cold and they close everything yeah. at the island. So I moved to Harlingen and I walked to I went to the local nightclub and the DJ like and I was like no man I probably do better than him. So I got the job as a DJ there and I started working there. And then on Tuesday on on, on uh, Sunday nights, they had Tejano night, right? And I'm a rocker, right? But I'm playing all this music. I know it all. And um, and so on Tejano night, the local DJs from the Tejano station, KIWW, would show up and host the show because they had live Tejano. And, yeah. they would, you know, they were the celebrity DJs back then, right? And so on Saturday nights, they'd go to the sh- sh- to the club with their girlfriends, and they you know they'd have a blast with have me. A, yeah, and then I would we would close at two o'clock and open and 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 stay open till four, but we'd have to pick up all the liquor and all the beer. And in between that, while they were doing that, I'd entertain the crowd with a contest and you know comedy and all kinds of shit. Wet t-shirt. Yeah, <laughs> actually, I had the nipple sucking contest. <laughs> oh, and everybody was like, that what, sounds like my contest. What the fuck? How, how does that work? They sucked your nipples yeah. or. 
I told my boss that we're going to do the nipple sucking contest. Pues que chingados es eso. Damn. Dije, I'm going to go and buy those fucking calf bottles. Uh-huh. And I'm going to cut the little tip and I'm going to fill a whole beer in it. Uh-huh. And I'm going to have three, a chick hold the bottle while the guy's on his knees with his head up sucking <laughs> on it. Oh, and damn. Whoever finishes, and whoever finishes the beer first wins. Damn. So when I set it up, I was like, all right, nipple sucking contest. Nobody knew what the fuck was going to happen. <laughs> I need three. I, reach. I need three beautiful girls. I had already talked to them and they all run up, the three of them, right? I'm like, all right, now I need three guys. <laughs> But guys get in front of her with the knees and put your hands behind her back and then all right we need the final the final you know deal to the contest and the wait the <laughs> bartender waiter come they come out with the fucking bottles the and everybody bottles. like the place just fucking collapses in all of my like life I have never heard of that ever so that's fucking badass well, Where, where'd I, you come up with that I idea? was always pushing the envelope and thinking out of the box yeah. and the funny thing was the nipple of those bottles is like a small penis you yeah. know what I mean so it looked funny Wait. those guys sucking on that thing trying to fucking finish the beer you that's know? small and the right. chicks all fucking ah. <laughs> we need to bring that back Wait, is yeah. that small yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what what year was this what year was this this was 1985 man 85 87 86 damn 86. this is pre-coca-cola so, beach so those DJs would go on Sunday right and so they they needed an, uh, uh, a a weekend guy so the guy shows up to my mom's house one day and says, Mano San Roman. <coughs> and uh, he says, hey, man, we have an opening. We want to we try you out, man, because you're going you to do good, man. You're, you could be a good radio DJ. I said, orale. So I went. They made me sign a, uh, I mean, uh, read a, a liner on a microphone. And I thought that they were going to tell me, okay, we'll let you know. And, no, 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 you got the job. They fucking gave me Shit. the job, bro. And I was like, that was 1988, Tejano uh, Radio. And I was like, well, fuck it. I mean, it's not it rock. Money. It's not metal. It does make but, money, though. but I need my foot in the door. Yeah, and there. from here, start on, networking and stuff. And like by that. the time I was there, my name was already Rock and Roll James because I got that name at a club in McAllen by the bouncer because I had gone to that club <laughs> and it was rock night on a Wednesday night and the fucking DJ was playing on but disco. So I went and complained to the fucking manager, and the manager said, "Talk to the owner." I talked to the owner. I said, "Hey man, this rock night out. And I bought Rad, Van Halen, ACDC, all Guns N' Roses. Not Guns N' Roses. Good shit. All that in that year. Guns N' Roses went out, yeah. But so, uh, you know, I pulled out all the rock that was hitting Mm -hmm. right there. Iron Maiden and shit like that. And I started. And before you knew it, three weeks later, the place was packed. You know, the rockers found yeah. out, hey, they're, they're like, playing hey, out, fucking. Out here, we're fucking. Yeah. And this was no social media, shit. nothing, bro. No, all it took no. word of mouth. All it took That's is still for, the best promotion is word of mouth, man. Yeah, dude. And so uh, the bouncer, I walked in and he says, hey, there was a big old line to get in, right? And so I, when I was walking in, he says, oh, come on in, rock and roll James. He called me that. And, uh, you know, we're good friends up to this day. Stuck. And it's stuck. And it's stuck. I just say, yeah, that's, that's what. And, and then you were, that's what the what, fuck like 18 I am. when you got that name? I was 19. 19. 19, 19 and I, and I had started a battle of the bands there on a Wednesday. <coughs> so I was bringing in bands. And, you know, I was doing all these things at a very young age. Man. How were how the badass. how were the local, like, 
Rock bands back then, man. Well, they, they were they were metal. They were doing Maiden, Priest, Sabbath, Ozzy. Queen's Reich uh, was barely coming out about eighty five with that EP. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, we were doing you know the Led Zeppelin, ACDC, Black Sabbath, Van Halen, uh, ZZ Top, and you know shit like that. Ted Nugent. Nugent. Uh, yeah, so that's that's what was hitting. And then in the mid eighties, you had Rat, you had Motley Crue, you had all these bands that were coming out of L.A. Scorpions, the Scorpions. Was, it, was there a lot of like local bands playing like their own music um, like rock music back then? there was there was but uh they wouldn't <laughs> just be completely original they always okay. had because that's that that was our onda back then all right you do covers and you throw hell in yeah. some originals some hell yeah even when, when i was in high school in 2001 the covers that everyone knows and that they can like listen to and like yeah you know headbang with like if you throw can in your play own them good sprinkle is, them here is and there. what it is because yeah. i mean you can play a cover but if it sucks like well the thing get people walking everybody, out and then people there's some original bands that'll look down upon you like nah fuck your cover yeah you know what a lot of people like that everybody started with covers. hell yeah van halen bro led zeppelin they started with covers in their first album they get their influences yeah i mean they they they, you know they do a couple of covers and they they get the album going and the reason they do those covers is because people recognize them they're they're, it's recognizable and then they do it in their own style and then wow badass and then the rest of the album so if we can bring them in with a (laughs) song that's already been established Uh and we we do it justice when we perform it you know we're gonna bring in more people not just the people that know our songs because they're our friends you know what i mean you want to bring in another audience so i i was always against just being totally original you know just uh, unless you've got some fucking hits you know yeah. And yeah. even if you do have a hit or two, right? So a re- original hit, you're still going to have to fill in some time. Hell yeah. yeah a 30 sure. minute set, you're going to have to do more than your four songs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. So, you know, to me, in my band, the set list is something that's very important to me, bro. It's got to be right. You know, there can't be these two songs together. You got to put these between here. You don't want to stay here. It, you want to you want to start here and then be there and then let it come down a little bit and then bring it back up again, man. You know what I mean? And so you just, you know, you you put a flow. It's a fucking flow, man. Yeah. And, the, and a lot of people don't understand the set list, you know. And a lot of times when that happens is that when there's when everybody in the band has to say so you know it's kind of fucking you know what i mean there's gonna be inconsistency you know yeah you gotta set that goal you gotta set that plan you gotta set that idea and you gotta put it together to where it it goes where it's supposed to go you know what i mean uh but uh but yeah man we had a lot of cover bands back there uh back then i had a totally original band called blind delusion i was with them uh we used to i was living in mercedes and um I was uh, working at the club over here in McAllen, and a guy goes up there, and he goes, hey, I heard you're a singer. And I go, yeah, you want to audition for a band? I said, okay. So I went, and it was on Tower Road going all the way to the curve up there, right? Okay. okay. And there there was a house on the right, and so I get off. And I, it's like in the middle of the day, Judas took me. <laughs> yeah, because I, I lived in Mercedes and we had to come all the way over here. Yeah. So I went in and when I went into the rehearsal room, there was Marshall Stacks, Ampeg Bass, Kate's drum set. I'm like, Damn. what the fuck? <laughs> this is some fuck. And the, and the Marshall Stack, 
uh, it was a white anniversary edition, like the Randy Rhodes, Ooh. right? Oh, okay, yeah. And the guitarist yeah. was Richard Reyes, which is on that video that I sent you earlier, yeah. that Blind Justice, a story I was talking about. And so I go in there and I fucking, like, they were fucking amazing, dude. And it was all original. And so I had to learn all the songs because in a week and a half, they wanted me in the studio to fucking record, you know? So then we ended up going, the, the manager was all burned, bro. That's how he had so much money. You know, he was in an offshore. He was in an offshore welding rig accident, right? And so he had all this money, but he won't admit it. He probably fucking he he burned through the roads and yeah, no. bro, you know. But I was with him, and so we ended up playing at our at the at the club, and it was all original, but. I was like, okay, we need to do a, a cover or two, man. You know, I mean, I had a totally different. So I, I, I approached the guy and told him, hey, man, I'm out, bro. We only played three times in this band. And so the guys ended up following me and oh. we started Blind Justice, which oh. is the band that I was writing about that I was reading to you about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And For the listeners and, um, you know, anybody watching, would you mind sharing a little bit of that again, like on the pod or, you know, like, would that be cool? What do you mean, like sharing what? Sharing that story that you sh shared with us before we started. Oh. Recording. oh yeah because uh the drummer uh what happened is i left I, you know i got out of blind delusion and then richard and stoney uh the bass player and the guitar player they follow me uh we need to get a drummer we got a drummer named joey relic long hair he came from san antonio he was doing the clubs up there and so we had a pretty good band going and we were doing covers and uh and then you know we played for a while and then i don't know stoney and richard decided they wanted to try out another singer <laughs> and so they you know and i was doing all the business i was doing you, you know the, the booking was, yeah i was shit. handling the, the sound i was doing everything i mean that's it was my baby right and so uh so you know i found out that they were going to try somebody and they did and it didn't work out and then they you know stoney left to austin and richard the guitar player was left out in the cold and i was like he's got too much great talent for it not to be doing something yeah so i told him dude fuck it let bygones be bygones let's fucking play you know let's, let's find two yeah, guys that'll be compatible and, with us and this was blind illusion no, that fell apart or this the blind illusion fell apart and, and then the guy could never forgive me oh, for doing shit. that man Damn. you know he felt betrayed you know what i mean but i told him straight up and the guys in the band they were like no oh, man they were afraid of him you know and i didn't give a fuck man i yeah. wanted to play i had plans yeah. i wanted to do something this thing was moving too slow for me yeah for uh sure. so so then, you know, um, I got Richard, and then we found a bass player uh, and a drummer, and the drummer was from Alamo, Texas. They they We just said, Richard, the guitar player, said, I know this kid, he's a drummer. And I go, how old is he? 16, and we're Damn. like 24, 25, you know, 25 years old. And I'm like, man, that child, hello, bro. What, what the fuck does he know, right? Mm -hmm. So we went to his house to audition him, and, and you know, he was living here in Alamo, and we gave him songs and there was a bass player named Rigo uh, who's in Las Vegas now playing with a lot of bands up there and they nailed it, dude. They were fucking amazing. Nice. Elias was, uh, Elias Rodriguez was his oh. name. He, we, as a matter of fact, I think we gave him the name Bones, man, because oh, he was yeah. so skinny. All he would eat was candy, dude, and he was fucking drumming crazy and we're doing all, we're just drunk men yeah. fucking rocking in front of those two kids, you know and uh and it was just a good a fun time in life you know and uh and then elias ended up getting out and we got another drummer adam garcia from here from alamo okay uh and um 
and he was with us and he's the one that did the show uh, from the video that I sent you, we're at the Villarreal opening up yeah. for yeah. a quiet riot in front of 2,500 people. I finished a whole bottle of Jack that night. Dude, that, was and a, that sounded badass. And bro. after that show, we ended up playing at a club, uh, you know, and we invited everybody to the club, you know what I mean? And so it was fucking awesome. But I don't remember anything about the club gig, but they were saying that it was one of our best shows what came first uh, like the the performing music or the yeah. drugs yeah well the the drugs because the drugs came first yeah i started okay. uh smoking you know marijuana when i was about 12 13 oh shit okay. Woo! Hey. I, was, uh, I was i was in sixth grade going to seventh and uh and you know i was walking through an alley to school with this dude that was in my grade but he was he was a he was, had been left behind right and he pulled out a joint and i was like what the fuck and he he turned it on and he gave me some and i was like fuck i, I liked it you know um I, i've always been real like my wife says i'm adhd right so <laughs> i think everybody is a little bit <clears throat> well she's i drive her nuts sometimes you know and <laughs> and i thought you know thinking back i, I was i was think, thinking to myself that it must have been my way of self-medicating, man. Yeah, hell yeah. Because when I would fucking smoke a joint and put my headphones on and listen to music, I could hear everything. Yeah. Every little thing. I was focused on everything, you know? And when I wasn't, uh, I was a scatterbrain. That's why I couldn't finish high school. I, I quit. You know, I got out in ninth grade, but I got out because, you know, I had that job at the island. Yeah. I didn't go back. I was in 10th grade. But... um but yeah, I was telling my wife, if I was in school today, they'd have me on meds, you know? <laughs> and, you know, that's something I really don't don't believe in, you know, putting kids through meds and all that oh, shit. Oh, yeah, it's a lot, sure. dude. You know? I was actually talking to my buddy about this the other day. He was telling me that his kid, he's barely five, and uh, he's been kind of like having like aggression issues at school with other kids where he's the aggressor mm -hmm. and that, uh, you know, he didn't want to come off as like somebody who doesn't give a fuck so they took his kid to a psychiatrist and like, you know, like the doctor was like, no, we'll probably yeah. prescribe him some medication. But my buddy's like, I don't want to give him anything, any of that shit. You yeah, know it's, what I mean? It's like, hard. Once I just want like, to really like, want to look into that. And shit. then and then like it, it's hard to whip your kids, too, you know, because you get in trouble. You know what I mean? Yeah. Back in the day, they'd whip us and put us in line. And, you know, <laughs> we we grew up. We got to I mean, I got to I'm all right. You know what yeah. I mean? I still did whatever the fuck I wanted. Yeah. And I was crazy. And there was a lot of moments in my life where I should be dead. Right. But, you know, but uh, I feel like that also. You also know where to draw the line, though, at sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, getting your ass whooped and you're a kid, you know you can only do so much or else you're going to get your ass whooped again. You know what I mean? Like, it kind of yeah. it kind of keeps you on the straightforward. But uh, to me, it made me just be more careful with what I was doing. Yeah. I would still do the same shit, but just be more cautious not to get caught. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, but I, was, I was really bad in school, man. I was like, I couldn't focus. And I was a C student. I was... Straight C's throughout the, like the whole fucking same. like maybe a couple B's C but for same poodle average. <laughs> I, was, like, I would poodle get average. Uh, my report cards would have a fucking I <laughs> for incomplete because I would never fucking be in school. I'd be gone as soon as I'd get there. First Dude, grade. In seventh grade, I was the hooky player of the year, bro. <laughs> I missed literature like nine days in a row, oh, and they finally called my mom in. And I'm like, this guy's where the fuck is he? Yeah, I'd go down the street to my uh, my dropout friend's house, right? You know, Dude, I would I would call my drop about friends to pick me up from high school i'd be like hey i'm going to the cafeteria i'm yeah, going to sneak out yeah man i'd go hang out with my dropout friends that were going to school just being a home you know 
And usually my dropout friends, are, their parents were like super old, dude. You know, <laughs> you know like they, yeah. they don't want to fucking deal yeah, with this yeah, shit. Yeah. You know, they already raised five other yeah, big yeah. kids, you know. And what school were you going to in? Or I don't know if you already said, but what school were you going oh, to? Oh, I went to Mercedes, a Mercedes oh, Independent Mercedes. School District. Oh, okay. And I went to high school there. And, um, you know, I, um, I, I got out. I left. I came to Mission. And I was in Mission, like, from January to February uh, and not till March. And then they kicked me out. <laughs> and I ended up in Harlingen. Oh, shit. So I went to Harlingen High School. It was 1983. And when I got to Harlingen High School, this was about the middle of March. Spring break was already over. Mm-hmm. So everybody was back from spring break and shit like that. And Harlingen was like a surfer town, man. Rock and roll. Oh, right, right by the water. Yeah, and, shit. and yeah, the yeah. islands mm-hmm. close by. So there was a, and it was a, a predominantly white, uh, you know, population there. You know, they had Treasure Hills, a lot of white people. Uh, and Hispanics, también, you know, pero. So um, I went there and I got to the school and I, they have a smoking area for the students. Oh, I remember. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, I'm like, fuck yeah. I think I want to graduate. That back in the day, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember hearing about that. And so they had a smoking area for the students. I walk into my first class. The guys are, there's a couple of guys are in shorts and chanclas and long hair and surfers. Yeah, yeah, just like, yeah, dude. And I'm like, okay, I like this school way better than every other school <laughs> I've been to. Uh, there was just so much uh, liberty there, man. Uh, you know, just do your shit. Don't get in trouble and come as you are. You know what I mean? A but, fucking smoking section for students yeah. is crazy. Yeah. There yeah. used to be ashtrays on fucking airplanes. Airplanes, yeah. Shit, back in the day. Crazy. Yeah, dude. I, and, there used uh, to be air, uh, ashtrays in the back seats of cars, too. Like, oh, I mean, yeah. It yeah. was just like. It was not frowned upon at yeah, all. Now you got to go to another planet to smoke. It's, for real. <laughs> it's not, like you can't be in a bar and step out and smoke. Oh, like get the fuck off the property uh, yeah, and go yeah. smoke your shit over go there. Go to like, Mission <laughs> Way. Go to Mission. <laughs> you know I mean? For real. Yeah. And, and you know, um, what about vaping? Do they let people vape? Because now they sell these little uh, fucking. I, I think people one, just do it with, like the, not giving a fuck. The bro, Delta like, Eight pipes. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the one that doesn't give a fuck. Like I, I recently went and saw some homies that they're actually a cover band they're called down with system Orale. uh so Hell obviously yeah. they cover system, system of, of a down. down yeah system of a down so yeah. i went to sin el rey uh a few months ago in september i think they yeah. played there and i went i watched them and i walked in i'm ready like it was my first time out in a while <laughs> especially first time at a show so i was like fuck yeah i get there I'm like, well, nobody's smoking in here. I'm like, what no, the fuck is no. going on, man? Yeah. So I had a fucking blunt, a dro that I had like smoked on the way. I had half of it in my pocket. I'm like, if nobody's going to fucking, I'm going to start it. So boom, the homies went on. I sparked it up. And the homie, like the singer, uh, Lupe, is like, hey, somebody's smelling, uh, somebody's smoking that loud. And I'm just like, yeah. I'm like, there's no beer cans on the floor. I threw my beer can on the floor. I'm like, what kind of fucking concert is this? I'll be talking to LA, dude. They fucking don't play that shit. I play that shit. And you see the cloud of smoke from right there, fucking Johnny. You see the smoke, it's all easy to see. Bro, I mean, it's it's, it's become a nation of pussies, dude. Fucking nation of pussies out there. Serious, dude. I I don't know why. You're saying that pretty strongly. (laughs) It might be the beer talking a little bit. You know what I'm talking about? Andy would have been in the scene of the day with me and tell me to put it out. I'm a good boy. I'm a good boy. I would have been in the scene of the day with you and told you to put it out. (laughs) Fuck you too. And I'm the crazy boy. Hey, but uh, let's get into another cerveza here. Second beer. We got a Misfits Lager. That's fucking awesome, bro. Yeah, we got a, a limited 
edition number five can release from Calicraft Brewing Company. Damn, that's what's up. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a it's a fiend lager. It is a five point seven eight. So where the fuck is the is the can collection? Like. I mean, I would think you would have shelves all around with all the different beers you've had so far, There's too many, bro. They get thrown away. No, just one of each. Not like all the whole six-pack. It's on Instagram. We've only repeated a beer like once, I think, on the entire 100 episodes. So there's like 300 beer cans. Hey, man, that'd be fucking awesome. We had a guitar player named Lance Turner. We ended up Cheers. moving to Los Angeles and, and joining a Van Halen tribute band. Cheers. But Cheers, he bro. lived over there. Cheers, bro. Cheers, bro. But he lived in Harlingen at that Treasure Hills. And we went and rehearsed with him, man. A guy was good. I was with some jamming with some band over there. And his they Fire. We, we jammed at the top of the top. It was a man cave. And it was big. It was his dad's. And there were like five shelves and there were cans all around dude like beers from all over the place hardy davidson beer i didn't even know they had hardy davidson beer back then you know yeah but yeah man with like i saw that misfits that's a collector man fuck I, yeah i didn't even know you that. still had that no i'm definitely keeping For sure. that uh, nah sorry guys remember i told you my girl oh, okay. my yeah, girl, yeah, my girl caught dibs on the can that's fine <laughs> she's a huge misfits fan so tell her you forgot yeah, yeah. Hey. rock took yeah, it fuck i don't know the Misfits is like a big band for me as well. Did you grow up like with punk influences or not really into punk? Uh, no, not really into no. punk. I was a new wave of British heavy metal. You know, during the 90s when everybody was into grunge and shit, I was into fucking Eurosis, Pantera, AC Slayer. Yeah, yeah but uh, I was into the aggressive testosterone music oh, okay. and that shit. Uh, you know, uh, that's what I would go see, you know, Dude, Rob Zombie and shit like that. I, I just saw Ooh, your, Rob you posted a vlog not too long ago. You went out to go see Anthrax, oh, yeah. Black Label Society. Oh, yeah. How yeah. was that? How was that? It show? was great, dude. I mean, uh, you know, I'm like, I never, I, you know, when I had my band, dude, when I mean, when we were playing, like we were playing before COVID, yeah. I, we never had a chance to go to a show. We never, we were always working, playing yeah. and you know what I mean? And that 2019, when I told my, I told my wife, you know what, 2020, we're going to fucking take a break and we're going to live life. We're going to go to concerts. Let's go to the bike rally instead of playing it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Go enjoy it more. Yeah. Like, like, go enjoy yourself more. Yeah, yourselves dude. more. Yeah. And so, you know, uh, I, we said, okay. So we had a few gigs and then COVID came in. So the gigs were done. The concerts were yeah. canceled. <laughs> so there wasn't shit for us to do. And, <laughs> Can't even go to know. them. <laughs> but then again, maybe that's what God wanted. He wanted me to just sit down my ass down for a good yeah. long while. Just yeah. chill. And so what did I do that weekend? Because it was spring break when COVID came in, right? So I don't, you know, we don't have no gigs. We can't go anywhere, babe. Uh, why don't we go live on my YouTube channel? Okay. And I'll interview you since you're a teacher and they've already canceled school for the rest of right? the year. Who knows what's going to happen? Yeah. Man, that was a crazy time. It was a crazy right? time, yeah. dude. And so uh, we sat down. I put the freaking iPhone, right? And I was looking at us and we put up two mics and I'm interviewing her and I'm seeing all the people and I'm thinking, I could do something with yeah, this. Hell yeah. We're yeah, starting yeah. to see. Guess, you know what? We're going to start some live stuff. So little by little, it was my daughter came in and then my son would come in. And, and But my daughter and my wife were the ones that started spearheading the, you know, production. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. So we got the Switcher Studio. We did all that stuff. And we would uh, do a show live and then we'd go and watch it on TV. <laughs> and there'd be some like the audio was fucked yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, shit. Sure. Yeah, yeah. and my my daughter and my wife would be like, oh. 
<laughs> and I'm like, hold on. It's going to get better. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's going to get better. You know, and but when they did that, when they had that reaction, it told me they want the best. Yeah, yeah they want know. perfection. They, they want, want perfection. To be some, yeah, they want it yeah. to be good, not just yeah. some bullshit. Yeah. yeah. It's so, like my daughter and my wife too, man. They're ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so then she started getting into it, and she starts doing the graphics. She started coming up with these ideas, and oh, she started. Really? Damn. I brought her into my morning show world, you know, because I had <laughs> yeah. I did radio mornings for you know, since 1992. Yeah. Damn, you know, yeah. and uh, and so I brought her in, and and, and it's a production. You know, the morning show. I had four hours to fill dude so i had to have games i had to have plans just like the nipple sucking contest yeah. at that club you know but I, that's what when i heard you saying earlier about the the set list about how important it is a set list like making it a fucking solid thing i was like damn doing radio that much just prepare you for that already you're already you're doing a four-hour set basically and trying to like yeah. keep it entertaining through the whole time yeah and, and um and you know and that set list also has a lot to do with programming radio you don't. Okay, you want to okay. put the songs in a certain way. You know, yeah, there's yeah. there's your gold, there's your current, there's your classic. You yeah. know what I mean? So you need to know how to shuffle it in a way. And a lot of people bitch and cry about. You know, y'all play the same songs over and over. It's <laughs> yeah. you know. I definitely have heard during that the ratings. I've definitely said that before. <laughs> yeah, during the ratings. Okay. We even tighten the, the 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 playlist even more. Oh yeah, you know, when I, we're outside the ratings, which is winter and uh, summer, we let a lot of songs that we don't regularly play. But during the ratings in spring and fall, we tighten that playlist, mm. man. And the reason behind that is because the psychology of radio is. You know, people get in their cars and get off their cars, get on their cars, and if they got you on Q ninety four point five. And they get in the car and Hotel California's on. You think they're going to change it? Fuck no. 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 no that's one of the, that's one never, of the ones you, you know, That's like time never, by Pete Floyd. You know? And, and if they get back off the car and then they come back on and they hear ACDC back in black, you know, you think they're going to change it? No. So that's the whole idea about playing the same solid songs over and over again. You know what I mean? Welcome back. That's not Bad Bunny, by the way. <laughs> it was Bad Bunny. Just man, we had a show outside the show. Yeah, we had a little quick. <laughs> that's yeah. how it goes, man. Pot yeah. talk. Pot that's talk. how it goes. But let's I get... honestly don't even think we should cut any of that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. No, fuck no. <laughs> Hey, so where the no, fuck was I anyway? <laughs> I saying something on it when we Yes, we were fuck, and I said I'm gonna fucking No no no, we we're talking about about uh Oh the radio programming. Yeah, and about all that the radio stuff. programming yeah. and then but um how did you how did the whole ninety four point five story come along, bro? Oh that's dude, what I wanna know. Um well I was doing Tejano Radio for the longest time, but that was your first gig. Was yeah, Tejano Radio. And then okay. I was I was in the Tejano Radio uh, morning I was doing the morning show and in the nineties, you know, the morning Jock is always the one that makes the most money. Okay. They got to oh, really? get up at 430 in the morning every day. Mm -hmm. They got to entertain. They got to create. They got to produce. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? It's not like going on and just letting the music go and then saying, hey, be sure to join us at Walmart this weekend. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you got to come up with something entertaining and information. Uh, back in the day, Jeez, in the 90s, man. when we would walk <laughs> into the, when I'd get to the building, there was newspapers scattered all over because there wasn't an internet. You know, there wasn't yeah. no. So, like, they had that laid out for you to look at? So we, so you, yeah, you know. so we get the, you know, the, the earliest job, because we had three stations, would pick up the paper, and then they'd have them, and we'd look at them, and we'd get some information because it was, you know. Damn, I mean? that's so dead. And so it was old school, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? And, uh, and so 
I, I started doing a lot of drugs and alcohol in the 90s. Uh, and then when I was doing the Tejano thing, and that's when the Tejano was huge, man. I mean, that, a lot of people freak out with all the interviews I did with Selena. It was... That's on youtube like, it's your, like would that be like probably your most epic interview was like with her i've done so many with her i mean every youtube you see the youtube uh you know selena interviews who's there you everybody wants yeah, yeah. It was you. and so uh there's a the the place um um the last video she did no me queda mas where she's yeah. with that white dress yeah she's on the stairs at, at uh, grand central station there in uh, san antonio sunset station and I, may, I, I was always trying to put her I on the spot because I, I had a that. TV show <laughs> and it was in 16 markets from L.A. to New York, right? And so it was a Tejano video show. So we were always with Selena. Mm -hmm. And so I always wanted to put her on the spot, you know? <laughs> so I was like, hey, man, turn the cameras on, dude. Let's go over there, Selena. They're having like, you know, because when they're doing a music video, all right, everybody stand in place. Wait, wait, <laughs> yeah. wait. And it's like, oh, man, shit. And then they're doing lights and they're doing all kinds of shit. They need to make it look real good and right. And so I told her, hey, turn the camera on, man. I'm going to fucking put her on, on the spot. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I'm going to make her sing a cappella. <laughs> so i go to the stairs and i say can you play can you sing uh no me queda mas a cappella and she goes what key is it in i'm like the key that opens a trunk to the car <laughs> <laughs> and then when when i'm saying that chris and the rest of the band are sitting at the staircase up there that's the whole video yeah, yeah. Was, and chris starts he heard her so he's strumming the key but if you're not paying attention, yeah, you're not yeah, going to know gonna that. that yeah. Cuz right at right there and then she goes off. No me queda más. La da 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 da. She starts oh, just perfect. She fucking killed it. Fucking her, bro. perfect. It's yeah. chills, bro. I couldn't see that video after they killed her, bro. I couldn't see that video for a long time, bro. You know, especially the moment when she's singing there in front of me, bro. That's got to be Because crazy, yeah. I mean, we were such good friends, you know. Yeah, man. I mean, like, every video crazy. when she when it's like it was you, man. It was you. Like, yeah. Like you look uh, down here in the south, you know, south. It was Yeah, so you, I was part of that whole heyday. You know what I mean? The, 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 and then she was murdered in 96. And then, you know, Emilio and then Tejano started kind of intocable came in. And they started, you know, the Norteño movement. Norteño, Ramon Ayala. Yeah. So whenever you know. all those people came down, it was... So you, like they would see you san antonio i was all over the place i went to la they gave me a, a plaque for a ratings champion of the year for 94 oh shit uh, and up. so la sign i got some stories when i went Ooh. to the viper room and shit I was, oh crazy. really i saw yeah. that, that vice show that. on the viper yeah. room that yeah. was pretty crazy yeah but Rock, hey, uh, that's for quick. another podcast bro <laughs> we, we, <laughs> we can be we, here all fucking we, day we like to try a lot of different beers on here so we did bring non-alcoholic ones for you to try as well and try uh, this is the stella Stella! <laughs> <laughs> no, you. But real quick though, while you're doing that, how you brought up Selena, there's this one thing I have to get confirmation on, dude. Because my mom used to, my mom used to be a supervisor at the Evans Regional Juvenile Center. Okay. Ever since I've been, ever since they never put you something in like there. that, right? She's been there, and <laughs> she, I spent some time there when I was a kid. <laughs> she <laughs> she always tells me about this thing that Selena performed there for the for the kids and shit like that she performed she was like hey, this is when selena was first starting she was like oh everyone all her other co-workers were like oh fuck selena's here to perform so they were all going to go see my mom and a lot of other people were still like it was still so early in her career like, who that, the fuck that? that there was still a lot of people like they didn't know who she was and she was performing i guess for free at the fucking juvenile yeah. center you know what i mean yeah. like i that's pretty crazy well, like when I'm, you're I'm, when you're starting out you'll play anywhere, anywhere exactly yeah. anywhere i, I actually have got you. to play at that juvenile center too yeah. man i yeah. played with a christian punk band and what? i was the only like wino 
Yeah. That's, and, uh, that, that's crazy that you played there while you were going there. I know. I'm just <laughs> hey, well, nah, but uh, I got to play there, and it was pretty fucking badass. Because like these guys heard that we're a Christian band, and we show up playing like punk rock and then like there was another band there and they were like more like on the heavy metal end mm-hmm. and these guys were like what the fuck like you felt like fucking you felt like johnny band? cash like, or what a little bit like that yeah yeah i was i was johnny feria yeah <laughs> well uh johnny no cash Wh- whiskey d johnny got it <laughs> whiskey d got invited to play uh at the at the prison up here oh yeah, oh, really? North yeah. Edinburgh. so uh we're working on that we're hoping to do it oh shit six. that's crazy and uh you know and i was one, you know, asking about documenting it and stuff like that because when i want to go talk to the prisoners at their a class yeah. uh, a couple of weeks ago um they had to sign a release in order to be able to take pictures you know because they don't let me go in with my cell phone none of that shit yeah and so they have a, a person there and if they signed the release i was taking pictures with everybody and i posted them and then an old friend of mine from the aaca cocaine anonymous and all that uh contacted me says hey they let cameras in there and i'm like no they have their photographer and they have to sign a release and all yeah. that so wow so for this show with the band we want to do some music you know some songs and in between songs just i'm, I'm just gonna give them positive vibes dude positive that messages you that's know? all that's you know? what i'm about and uh and and i was asking about <laughs> being able to document it because you know you see the tigres del norte at san quentin oh yeah i mean that was fucking awesome right yeah and they had cameras, so they said if they if they signed releases, we could possibly take cameras and make a mini documentary of what hey, we're that'd doing. Be badass. So that's something that dope. we're hoping to do, and and hopefully it'll happen and it'll pan out. I've always wanted to, you know, Folsom County, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. Folsom Prison Blues. You know, I've always dreamed of playing with a band. Roll up the guys, like yeah, yeah. yeah. man. But that's yeah. something crazy for people who are going to be in there for a long time to yeah. get a chance to go see like a rock show. Something you know outside I mean? world. I just, like, I just think you know, we won't be able to play a lot of the songs. Like, feel like making love. I don't know if it would work. <laughs> oh, it would, you know, it would, it would definitely feel work. Feel like bro. making love, dude. That I night, was that, made for love that night, there's going to be some satisfied guys that night, bro. <laughs> <laughs> God. Babe, I'm gonna take you to the show. <laughs> All right, and they're gonna be thinking of you, <laughs> baby. When I think about you, I think about love. That was a good song. Oh, shit, I might, I might just go get locked up just to watch that. <laughs> Have a chance to come on on camera. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and when you were with the Q, it's it was always morning. Uh, no, no, no. They had a guy named Big Al and Charlie. Big Al and Charlie. Big Al and Charlie. Yeah. 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 When did Big yeah. Al and Charlie come in? They came in like in 96, 97, but okay. Big Al wasn't always the morning guy. When K, when Q94 started, mm-hmm. uh, the first, the reason this happened, you, we didn't have a rock station. In the 80s, we had 99.5 KISS. I mean, okay. uh, KRIX. It was KRIX 99.5, and that was rock and roll, but they were playing watered down shit, right? Okay. Well, I was a metal guy, right? And so then from like 1999 um, till about, I mean, 1989 till about 2004, five, there was no rock. And 94.5 was a K-Lite. When there was a rock station, it was a K-Lite station that played Yacht Rock. You know, you heard about Yacht, yacht rock, rock. Yeah, Yacht Rock. You know, the 70s, mm-hmm. the love stuff mm-hmm. and all that. And so then it turned into country and they were K-Frog. And they oh, wanted, they had turned country because they K-Frog. wanted, 
Yeah, because KTEX was, you know, estaba chingona la estación, and they didn't have no competition. So 94.5 wasn't making much money with the Yacht Rock, with the ads. So they said, let's turn it in a country and compete with them and try to get some of their leftovers, you know, their crumbs. So this was 94.5 that was doing the Yacht Rock? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. what it was. Okay. Yeah, in the 80s, the late 80s. Okay. And then in the 90s, it, it, in the midnight, early 90s, it turned in a country. Damn. So then the, there's this guy that worked at 99.5, the rock station, mm -hmm. right? KRIX. His name was Gunner. And he ended up working at the country station at KTEX. Mm -hmm. And the dude's a fucking rocker, man. So he does this stunt one night. You know, he locks mm -hmm. himself in the booth oh, and he shit. brought all his rock records and he fucking just fucking <laughs> fucked the just country fucking rock out. He rock fucking just, yeah he just started rock playing block. rock on the radio on the country Damn. station you know van halen acdc <laughs> and so with the bro devil. it 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 went like wildfire by the time you knew it it wasn't even midnight he worked eight to midnight it was about 10 30 10 o'clock you couldn't even see the building from all the people that were there in front what fucking rocking fuck? dude that's crazy and so that after that you know after that stunt 294.5 <laughs> happened they said you know what there's no rock station in the valley yeah why don't we serve that audience in. so they started q94.5 about 95 96 and they started it by playing rock and roll by led zeppelin for 24 hours but, but were, were you <laughs> running through the, were you there from the very start no no okay. i was at 96.1 kiww doing the so i was there i was a competitor to them oh okay yeah they were another another company sunburst and i worked with uh, titchener titchener was corporate and shit i mean so uh but anyway I ended up uh, getting fired from 96.1 KIWW by a program director that was, uh, you know, from San Antonio. They brought him down and he said he was a morning sidekick up there mm -hmm. and I was the morning guy down here. So he comes down and he says, hey, uh, I want to want to do a sound check with you, an air check with you every morning after you get off. And I'm like, OK, an air check is when I record my show and then we sit down and we listen to it and he'll pick it and tell me what to okay. do better and all that shit yeah so he sat down there and he tells me uh well you said the weather too many times uh, and you didn't say the time enough well, okay so the next day well you said the time too much but you say the weather enough you know and i'm like oh that's still out the <laughs> maybe you're fucking mine bro yeah yeah getting me pinche morning show so you know i finally said fuck you you know and then they they, he he let me go. He he, he told me you're, you're and I had a, a non compete, uh, which was uh, that said I couldn't work anywhere in a fifty mile radius that's competitive oh, to the station for a whole year. Mm. But I was you know doing ring announcing all over Texas, and I was doing uh, DJ gigs on the weekend. So I was making some good money. I survived the whole fucking year, dude. Quick question on the DJing. As a DJ myself, do you blend? Yeah, in mix. your mixes, like you like beat match, you do all that shit. Yeah, or you just beats like per minute, one, yeah, or beats per oh, second. Badass. That's cool. Yeah, with the techniques, you speed it up. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, most songs they have to have some sort of uh, segue Filler. where they yeah. can, you know, they got to fit together, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I used, I used to do all that, but with records, you know, I, I haven't awesome. gotten into this digital stuff. <laughs> yeah. And so in the queue, then, so when did you begin doing morning? Well, the the, then I I was doing. Uh, then I got fired. Right, mm -hmm. check this story out. I got fired and I was out for a whole year. 
And then I get a call from this little AM station. Uh, it was a, a former uh, management of the 96.1 that was mm. there before they sold it and shit, whatever. So he said, hey, I'm going to open a station, AM station. Why don't you come in and work? I said, man, well, my fucking deal isn't done yet, man. And he goes, well, just come in, hang out in the office, and I'll pay you. And then when the deal's over in a month, you know, we'll fucking put you on the air. I said, okay. That way, so I went, and then I finally started working there, right? And... um so I'm working there, and then he's letting me sell ads, and you know, and and it was okay. I liked it. It was an AM station, you know. Not many people were listening to AM, so you know, mm. I mean, what I was, kind of music were they playing on? Tejano that? conjunto, you know, mm. Spanish, Spanish stuff. And so then one day I'm at home, and the phone rings, and it's a guy named Johnny O, right? And Johnny O, yeah, and he was with ninety nine point five Que Pasa. Mm-hmm. So I answer the phone. He goes, "Hey, this is Johnny O, man." I go, oh, "Okay, what's up?" He goes, "Hey, man." Uh, I was wondering you'd be interested in coming to 99.5 with us, man. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, Shinga, bro, I got a job right now, bro, in AM Station. It's pretty cool, and I'm a loyal guy. I don't fucking just quit on people, you know what I mean? So he says, well, you know what? I'm going to give you all weekend, and on Monday, I'll call you, and, I'll, and let me let, give me an answer. Think about it. Okay. So I hung up. So I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to take it. Yeah. So then Monday, he calls, and I'm like, fuck. So I go, Hello? Hey, this is Johnny O, man. So did you decide? I said, well, let's get Johnny O, bro. I, I, I'm going to go ahead and stay over here with uh, Mr. Hernandez. He's a good man. He's helped me out. And, you know, he picked me up. And, you know, so I'm a loyal guy. He goes, Rock, what? What the fuck is it going to take for you to come here? And I'm like, okay, uh, well, I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't want to shortchange myself. So he gave me a number, and I was like, uh, okay, let me go tell this guy. So I went, and I fucking told my boss, hey, man, I'm sorry. I appreciate everything you did, man. I'll always have your back 110%, but I need to do this. And he goes, well, over there, they're not going to let you do it. You're not going to have the freedom of the, you have here. And I'm like, I'm sorry. It's, it's money. I got a family. You know, mm-hmm. I've got to take care of things. Yeah. Okay, man. Pues buena suerte. He goes, okay. So, man, I never forgot that, man. He's taught me so much. So, I ended up going to 99.5 doing afternoons, and I fucking was fucking killing it, dude. Yeah, dude. I mean, I remember I that five shit. That's when I was and shit. When I was young, my parents listened to that shit, like, so, on the way home yeah. and all that shit. So, then Johnny O, you know, I was a fuck up, dude. I wasn't showing up to remotes because I was still fucking high on coke all night and, Yay! you know, and shit. And so, I wasn't showing up, and I was fucking up, man. And Johnny O took me in a room with the, you know, human resources and he, oh, fi- shit. he fired me, ooh, you know. Ooh, ooh, oh, he shit. fired me and I told him, you know what, Johnny? You know, I, I don't think I have any animosity, carnal, because, you know, you had nothing to do with this. You had mm-hmm. to do what you had to do, man. I, I'm doing what I'm doing, you know, and you had to do what you had to do. But don't ever think that I'm pissed off about what you're doing to me right now. And they wanted him to be present was, in the firing? Like he was there like to, to break the news well, to you? And yeah, stuff? he was with my boss. He was a program director. Oh, okay, uh, okay. How old okay. were you by that time? I was about uh, 20, uh, 32, something like oh, that. Oh, okay. 32 years old, 34 years yeah, old. The William so, oh, yeah, man. But I was mm-hmm. fucking hard, hardcore, heavy party. I mean, and so he fired me and I fucking left. And the station got bought out by another a company, Intravision. So I'm doing ring announcing and I'm over there in Eagle Pass doing a fight for the Miller Lite Texas title bo- boxing uh, uh, championship. And uh, I get a call and it's, um, you know, they're calling me from 
the station, you know, hey, Rock. Uh, well, how'd you know I was over here? He goes, <laughs> we called your house. They told us you're over there. And I go, well, what's up? And this isn't Johnny O. This is the the new owner or boss. Mm-hmm. He says, I want to bring you in, man, Q94.5. And I said, oh, okay. Well, let me get back and we'll talk. All right. So Johnny O, 99.5 and Q94.5, 107.9 are owned by the same company. So Johnny O fired me and then 94 hired me. (laughs) So I felt real bad. I mean, I kind of felt like, man, Johnny O probably felt like, what the fuck? They took my talent. I fucking fired that talent. He fired you, fuck. But but either way, I started working there. And then the boss told me, hey, look, this is how much we want to offer you and stuff. I said, okay. Mm -hmm. And I said, but what if, because they were going to put me afternoons on the rock station. I said, but what if I end up in the mornings on 99.5 where I was before? And he goes, well, that's not going to happen. But what if it does? I can't do it for that. You know, it's because it's morning. So we have to have some source. So he gave me Mm. some numbers and everything was cool. And I said, okay. So I started working there, man. And then before I knew it, Johnny O quits. And they put me in the morning. And then I ended up in the morning show with Bonnie Hernandez. And we had El Desmadre de la Mañana. And we had, I mean, this was fucking (laughs) Howard Stern shit. That's crazy. Yeah, that that era in in Valley Radio was fucking crazy. It was right before all this sensitive bullshit came. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) Yeah, So we got to taste a little bit of the, you know, attitude era. Yeah, Yeah. The FCC wasn't so up everyone's ass. Well, the thing about it is. You were doing the, you were setting the fucking standards to that shit yeah dude, dude. and then bilingual you know and <laughs> shit right and so uh, you know i was uh, i was you know freaking out with uh you know what we were doing man but uh but it's been pretty crazy on the radio you know so and okay and then so it your your afternoon block was at one point in q94.5 right yeah and what year was that what would you say that range Shoot, was? Man, that was probably about 2001 2002 Okay. Something okay. like that. Okay, because I have a fucking bone to pick, dude. Because I don't know if you know, dude. You being on the radio, like, there's something that people get, who, especially back then, when there was no internet like that. Like, the radio is like... That's all it was. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's all there was. And there was then, no Spotify. And, and, and Fuck, no. And then you're hearing the radio, and then you hear, like, oh, the request time zone, and they play your voice, like, you saying, like... Uh, and, and oh, who's oh, the yeah, station yeah. that rocks? You know I mean, that's like yeah, first yeah, time. Yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. oh, that's two ninety four point five. So me and my friends back in the day, it's the <laughs> afternoon, right after school. Little stoners, we're there at the park, <laughs> and we call fucking the rock. It's fucking call in, do your requests and shit, right? It's like oh, I was with Abel, right? Yeah. And we call, oh man, we're like, dude, can you play? Slipknot left behind by <laughs> Slipknot, and we're like, We got you. Who's the station? I mean, we're Q9 4 5 The Rock, right? We say it all. No, we never played it. No, 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 you did. And we're there. We have the radio on at the fucking park, the portable radio with the batteries, and we're listening to shit, right? <laughs> and it comes on, and they were like, after, after the break, you're like, After the break, we got so this coming up, coming up. We're like, Okay, request, right? It's us. We're hearing it, and it's like, All right, now we got a request coming in from Abel out there in Elsa, right? And we oh, said, shit. Left behind by Slipknot. So we got a request for Abel out there in Elsa. We got Far Behind by Candlebox. And we're like, What the fuck? <laughs> dude, that was our time to shine. And we're like, Oh, fuck, dude. Like, Why'd you request that song, bro? <laughs> we didn't pick the song. No, no, I know, yeah, but people dude. were saying yeah. this shit. So, so he played the That's song. That's a badass that, song. It's better yeah. than that song. <laughs> nah, fuck no. Hell no. Nah, well, he didn't, he didn't play the Slipknot. No, he didn't play Slipknot. And he yeah. was, it was Abel's request. And it's like, a, Yeah. So so okay. That's what you call editing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one wants this one. Yeah, yeah. You edit calls. <laughs> it's you like, know? 
slip, not nah, yeah, candle yeah. box, yeah, 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 behind, yeah, far behind. I was like, that's fuck. some slick editing right there. <laughs> yeah, bro. yeah, that was good. <laughs> let's yeah, edit, let's edit this guy. I, I can't even be mad at that because I was never a fan of that band growing up, man. Me like, neither. I'm yeah. not a big Slipknot fan. Mm, yeah, I'm not. Y'all are missing out. First, first two albums. Uh, I've heard. I'm a fan I'm of the first two albums. So after that, yeah. once they became suitable for radio, that's watered when I, that's down, when I whack. So there's a couple of songs que están más o menos. Yeah, they have a they have a few, but my favorite. The early stuff, the early stuff, tampoco no. How are you liking the the Stella, man? It's pretty good. I'm still drinking it, yeah. dude. Yeah. That's that's dope. That was one of the oh, yeah. down alcoholics. Yeah. So that's I have crazy. a question though. Uh, what the fuck do the letters mean in every station? What the fuck did Q stand for? What was Q for? Uh, well, yeah, yeah, I, I think it's part of the megahertz or whatever shit. Okay. So like Signal. every, like B104, yeah. like what the fuck was the B? Yeah, it, it's for FCC so they can be able, and like, if you notice at the top of the hour, you always hear the cities, right? Yeah, you yeah. hear uh, Q94.5, Harlingen, Brownsville, McAllen. Oh, okay. KFRQ. You know, at, whenever you're getting to the top of the hour, you're going to hear that. Oh, okay. Because that's uh, how the FCC, they monitor all the kinds so, of So like, there's not like a special like word behind each letter nah man no, no. okay I've so K- kfrq that. doesn't mean anything well that's what that's where it came from you know yeah, kfrq it's okay. from the th- four letter four letters that they're given oh, okay okay, uh, okay but uh, and then they use the last letter you know but oh. then they have kiss fm they have yeah, different yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. you know they have slogans they learn how to yeah 99.5 yeah but you don't hear the kkps the dj doesn't say that but at the top of the hour you hear kkps get pasa 99.5 harlingen brownsville McAllen. so like it's up to the 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 jockey to be like let me fucking make this something you know like make it relative make it catchy you know what i'm saying because like i've always wondered that like yeah. i'm like what the fuck does q stand for like in q94.5 yeah. well radio like, they're like they have consultants they have people that you know uh that that uh that listen to music and that they used mm-hmm. to do that now i don't think they do that too much man but I'm not. I've never been in the program or you know, corporate level yeah. because I don't like that. You know, I'm fine where I'm at. I don't like being. You know, I'm not a suit and tie guy. <laughs> you know, uh, and se nota. <laughs> yeah, and so, and I'm not the type to sit in a room with a bunch of suit and tie guys. Yeah, yeah right? a bunch of heads. Yeah, yeah a bunch of not, of this is my shit right here. Right, yeah, yeah. like, in, like in the radio stations, like when you were like back in the day, or, or even now, I don't. Did you ever have any like beefs with any other radio stations? Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, but like, what kind of beefs was it? Like just because, like a popularity, like and shit like that, or no. or was it like an anchor or man, personal, or was it personal? No, shit? I don't know if you ever saw Anchorman, where like the news uh, cast they all meet up and then they all have this. <laughs> Yeah. Fight, like. Well, it's like uh, we, you know, crashing the event, their event. You know what I mean with our oh, band. That's oh, really? Awesome. Yeah, it's okay. guerrilla radio like out in the parking Fuck lot. Yeah, and yeah. Right there. damn. But, uh, I, you know, I wasn't really ever worried about that, but you know, they were. You know, a lot of people. You know, yeah, they were the ones who had to fucking. Yeah, train. because <laughs> if you're if you're better than them, uh, you're better than them. I mean, you know what? They can be crashing in, and then they're crashing in because you're better than them. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? At, uh, at any at any point, because from my radio knowledge, being a kid, I was only hearing what my mom was playing in the car you know what i mean oh, like yeah, fucking sure. yeah we had Atlantis no, we had no control like that, the right? radio. exactly right yeah, it's just sure. like whatever's playing that's what you're gonna play but i'd be with my uncles that's when it'd be the fucking cues on it right <laughs> yeah. we're hearing the fucking cue and stuff but at any point where was there ever like a, a competitive like a, a competing rock station other than q94.5 
Oh, there was. It was a very small station. I think it turned into Kiss FM or one of those. It's like 105.5. I think they were they were they were but they were playing like really old school moody blues and shit like that. Sometimes I listen to them and I was like, okay, that's that's a dark deep cut, you know. So, you know, but they're a smaller station. You know, it it the towers some stations are a hundred thousand watts some stations are fifty thousand watts fm mm-hmm. if you're an am station that's fifty thousand watts you're going to reach a farther than a hundred thousand watt fm station oh really that yeah oh, something about those signals and shit i'm no not an engineer shit. right no, so as a matter of fact i don't know if you all heard of wolfman jack right wolfman jack wolfman he was like jack. he, he was like familiar. a famous dj in the 50s and he sounded like a wolfman oh shit <laughs> well here he was yeah, well, here no he was in uh, ciudad acuña because in Ciudad Acuña, they had a little radio station, and it was 250,000 watts. Oh, shit. And it was an AM station, so they could hear it all over the United States, That's dude. That's crazy. It fucking reaches Yeah, everywhere. and over here in the United States, the FCC law and rule was you could only own a 50,000-watt AM station. You can't mm. get higher than that. So, you know, 294.5 was what, 100,000? It was a hundred thousand. It and is a hundred thousand. It is, and what's the radius on that? Because I know Q forty five. If I'm driving up, yeah, up, it'll that shit will stay on till yeah. we get out there. Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 and, yeah. You know, starts, yeah, Star yeah. County. You know, once it, but uh, the reason in Star County it gets a little, uh, you know, a little sooner you start losing signal mm-hmm. is because the towers like in La Feria or. Oh, okay, or Brownsville, okay, okay. and then uh, 99.5 is Brownsville, 94.5 is La Feria, and oh, so if you're shit. going to Falfurias, you're going straight, you're not going away from the, you know what I mean? So yeah, you still kind of yeah, catch yeah, yeah, yeah. it, so <laughs> it depends, you know, where you're at, you know? That's How crazy, about, I, uh, I never knew that. So but look, let, let me talk, the engineer was telling me the other day, hey man, this, the station's doing this, and oh no, that's a small stick, man, we got a big stick. You know, which yeah, the tower, yeah, you know, yeah, the tower. Yeah, let, let yeah, me yeah. see it. So tell, let me see that big stick. So telling me, <laughs> so telling me, you know what? Uh, you know, don't worry about them. They're a baby station. They got a small stick. Uh. We got a big stick. <laughs> and then, and then it's I, a stick measuring cunt. And then I, I tell them, where's my? I pull out my phone. I said. But you don't need sticks nowadays. Yeah. Oh yeah, no shit. Yeah, you can hear it on an app, dude. You can hear it on uh, your phone. Radio. Yo, me and my uncle were in, in Calif- Dallas. Me and my uncle were in California hearing Q ninety four point five, like showing like the people from over there in Fresno. We're like, this is what we hear back home and shit. We're fucking playing out here. Yeah, yeah you know I mean, like, so you know, it's like YouTube. Like exactly, the show that yeah. I got hashtag PVT Shout hashtag out. PVT. Shout that out, dude. Let me tell you. I would have loved to be syndicated on the radio, but you have to go through all these hoops and all these deals. And then, you know, to get a deal where you can be listened or, you know, to different markets and shit like that with YouTube, you're all over worldwide. Yeah. And I was like, when I, I connected a phone to my show on my YouTube show and we're live and I said, hey, tengo un cell phone, 956-641-3241. I tell numero on the bottom, man. Give me a call. I want to know where you're at. The first call was from San Francisco. The second hey, one was from Florida. Hey, hey. Oh, shit. That's crazy. I fucking, when I coast found Coast to coast. I yeah. fucking freaked out, dude. That's fucking badass. You know, dude. what were the, you know, I would I was thinking I'm going to get somebody from Texas, the Valley. <laughs> All right here, like somewhere here. No, bro. And then from a, a town from each side of the country. I was like, me freaky, bro. I was like, this is fucking nationwide. Yeah. This is syndicated. We got something going, man. The possibilities are endless. Yeah. 
yeah, dude. I mean, shit. You know? I mean, the sh- the show you're doing right now, man, is fucking yeah. Your your listeners, like when like I tune in, I see the live comments and shit. Like people are all over the fucking place. Like, yeah, that's fucking awesome. We tell them, hey man, uh, tell us where you're where we're li- watching from or listening. You know, and then I have somebody handle that. You know, uh, Jacks or Ch- or Charlie Corona, mm-hmm. and so they are the ones that are following all the shout outs and all that. And because people love to hear their name, man. Yeah. Especially from somebody that like the, you know, some guy ran into me at Walmart. Hey, man, PVT. And then like, I freaked out because I, I take time with everybody that comments. I put a heart or I respond if it's a question or something. Yeah. And I, I follow YouTubers. Right, and there's this guy named Mark Dice. I watch him every morning, seven o'clock. Shout out, Mark Dice. <laughs> yeah, hey. He's a badass, bro. He talks about the Illuminati and hell yeah, you know. We'll, get, in, we'll get into some of that. The right Bohemian now. Grove oh, and all that oh, shit. Right. Oh, so anyway, I commented on one of his fucking you know videos, right? And se pasan días, bro. It's like five, six days, seven days, and I'm at the table, and my wife's cooking breakfast, and I hear ding, and I'm like, look. Mark Dice liked my fucking comment. <laughs> Dude, I've been tripping out because like on Instagram, I left a stupid comment on some celebrities post and I'm like, maybe right now it's probably already at like at a thousand likes and that's like pretty big deal for me because I don't get like more than a hundred likes. I don't yeah. even get a hundred likes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like that, like I can relate to that emotion because I like keep checking Instagram and then like there's that notification still mm-hmm. at the very top where more people keep liking it. Yeah. And I'm just like, that's, it's fucking wild, man. Like, yeah. you know, like that's that, something that, that, you know, the internet shit is fucking wild. Yeah. I've been, who knows what's coming, man. I mean, you know, I mean, it, it's uh, 10 years is, is a long time and what, a lot of shit can happen in 10 in, years. In one year. What man, do you, one what, year. what do you think of all this fucking crazy shit happening with like the train derailment chemicals, the fucking UFOs? All, like, are you into that shit? Well, you know, I mean, I, I'm freaking out. I've been a news junkie since I was a kid. Right? I, I love watching the news. When you, you like conspiracies, when and shit CNN, too, yeah. Or? Well, you know, I like all that stuff. I'm, yeah. I'm into a lot of you know conspiracy theories. Uh, you know that turn out to be true. You know what? Oh yeah. <laughs> and why? Because it's fucking common sense, dude. <laughs> Put two and two together, man. Yeah, Come yeah. on, you know. Yeah. And, you know, but I think they use the word conspiracy theory just to make, you know, get engagement, uh, get a reaction, you know. And so, you know, it's it's, oh, a, yeah, man. it's a money-making word, dude. You know did what you, I mean? Did you ever watch the that show that Jesse Ventura had? Yeah. Well, that show was yeah, well, fucking fire, man. That, that was show. ahead of its time. Fuck yeah. Yeah, because it's like what everybody's doing on your, a lot, not everybody, but some. What, yeah, what people are trying to put out now, like that kind of content. Like when I yeah. got with my baby mama. I was like, you're into this kind of shit, too? So, like, her and I were just on YouTube watching Jesse Ventura, like, episodes and shit. Yeah. And and it's fucking crazy because, like, a lot of the people that he'd have on, by the end of the episode, like, you know, rest in peace, this person that was given all this crazy information. Uh-huh. Like, I don't know if you ever heard of Harp. Harp? Yeah, yeah. That Harp? They, they, yeah. They, they control the weather and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. Like, I am a big believer in that shit and mm-hmm. a big reason is because of watching jesse ventura like mm-hmm. a lot of my <clears throat> beliefs in conspiracies come from that show because yeah. like, like operation he, mockingbird yeah man you know i mean all these cia 
uh, you know, things that they Project uh, Blue Gleam. Uh, Remember the Project MK Ultra. MK yeah, Ultra, yeah. yeah. MK Ultra, yeah. you know the the, the clones and they shit. got them. They got them. Yeah. I don't. You know. believe in clones <laughs> and all that shit? Yeah, I believe that they can clone people. Oh, I for mean, sure. Yeah, dude. I think they've been doing that for fucking years. There's you know? this uh, an interview. I don't know the name of the guy, and uh, he's he's confessing that he is the clone of the person that he is, mm-hmm. and he's talking about like he starts throwing all these other rappers. He's a rapper. He starts throwing all these other dudes under the bus. And and it's pretty fucking wild, man, because like even with President Joe Biden, if you look at Joe Biden like 10 years ago and you look at him now, it's like almost a completely different. Have person. you seen that yeah. from the, the earlobes ear to just the face, man, the, the fucking face? Like, the earlobes to me is what kind of I was like, what the fuck? You see videos of him when he's like campaigning for his presidency and his earlobes connect. Yeah. They're, they're, they're not floppy. They connect. And then you see a video of him now, and he has the floppy earlobes. And it's like... They have advanced fuck? digital capabilities, bro. I, I mean, mean it, you know? It, it, I mean, look sure. at the movies and shit. Yeah, yeah the, the movies is just like giving you like a, hey, this is really happening, yeah. or it's gonna happen Dude, you, type you can shit, make you know? a video... Like, you can make a person on a video look different with your phone, you know, yeah, on your yeah, phone. Yeah. I mean, these guys got... Re, the refaces and hell all, yeah. all you, that you can, you can make a video on your phone of fucking Joe Biden singing Slayer. If you yeah. wanted to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and then now with this AI shit, have you ever well, fucked with the AI stuff? Well, well, no, I haven't, but, uh, and I don't, you know, I talk to Siri every once in a while. That's crazy enough, dude. That's crazy. You know, but I, I'm not the type to have Alexa in my house, you know, I have because, Alexa, yeah. you know, the phone's enough for people to listen to me, you know oh, what I mean? Yeah, it's uh, crazy. They're, they're listening Everything's in. tapped in. Dude, you yeah. sitting here, we'll, we'll be talking about Keystone. I just say Keystone. I'm never searching on my phone at all. We'll just and, a conversation yeah. about Keystone. I get home, I get a fucking advertisement on yeah. Instagram for Keystone Lights. Like, yeah, and fuck? you know the thing is, is when you get an app, it's, I'll bet you it's because of my Alexa in the restroom. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fucking Alexa. But I, I bet you that. Um, Shit, I forgot what I was gonna say, man. <laughs> Fucking Johnny had to bring up Alexa in the restroom. It's not a slave. It's his, it's yeah. his software. I don't know. The fuck I don't know but <laughs> Fucking Stella, the- they're onto oh, us. They're onto us. Gotta pegando la Stella. Yeah, me pegó. That zero point zero four. No, 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 man. Like, yeah, one minute. I- to, to be straight up, man, I just switched the labels on that one. That one's the real Stella. Oh, yeah. Nah, nah, nah. Pues bring me another case. Honestly, that Petey Weedies had just like a, a shot of. Nah, I'm kidding. Because I'm the type. Si vas a caer el palo, cagalo bien. There better be some acid in this shit. Yeah. Hey, let's, oh. Well, yeah. let's have a quick cheers. In. Cheers. Everybody quick cheers. Quick cheers. Hey, shut up, man. Shut up. Once again, thanks a lot boys, for coming out. Boys, it was a pleasure meeting you. Jim, can I call you Jim? Don't call him Jim. Hey, speaking of, uh, when I got fired from KWW like in 1990, I ended up at an FM station that was next to Foy's. Oh, Foy's. Foy's. Recipes, And and it was that guy that gave me the job at the AM station. That's why he gave me the job, because he already knew me, because I worked for him for about a year Uh there. And he said, you know it is rock and roll James. I get his jungle Jim. (laughs) Jungle Jim, Jungle Jimmy. So a year out of my career, I was Jungle Jim on the radio, dude. When did that? The other station owned IP. I had never heard of that. Yeah, it's it was 1990 to 91, bro. I was Jungle Jim at Jungle Jim, Superstar 105 KITM. Yeah, right here. And well, I needed a job, so you know, fuck it, I'll be Jungle Jim. I don't give a fuck. But you know, that was like a fucking harsh. 
trick, right? Shit, I'll be Jimmy Neutron, yeah. man. I don't give a fuck what it is. Fuck it. You just pay me, way. I don't yeah, give a shit. Fuck you, pay me. Yeah. That's it. And then so, because, because I had long hair, I was like, I don't know. He just, he probably, that was just a cruel fucking joke, right? <laughs> when, when, did you, when did you, like, start rocking the short hair, man? Because I'm, I'm right now at the fence of, like, I'm going to cut my hair, and I don't know if yeah. I, I don't know how I feel about it. I'm very mixed signals well, about it. I started ring announcing in uh, 1990 and with yeah. and so uh then i stopped playing and the reason i had long hair is because i was in a heavy metal band till about 96 you need 97 that in that band yeah you need that, hair. that. so i i stopped the the, the band because i got bell's palsy and i like i was just doing too many things drugs and and like i don't think, really, it, was, like I don't think it was bell's palsy medical i think bell's it was palsy. that badass coke <laughs> it, it, it was play, i'd play from you know till 4 a.m. every night, Tuesday through Friday, and then I'd be at work at 6 a.m. on the radio. And Looking like Michael J. Fox. So it just, mm. I was on my way to an ACDC concert, and at the Oof. checkpoint, my mouth got crooked, dude. Oh. Oh. And I still went to the concert, dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> they didn't tell you, hey, sir, why is your uh, passing the checkpoint? I'm recovering. Why, is, why, is why are you driving? Here? I got yeah. a stroke, bitch. Yeah. Fuck you. So, little map quest. So then I said, you know, I don't have, I still have long hair. I'm still doing the ring announcing. So then. They asked me to do an ESPN uh, Friday Night Fights uh, in San Antonio. Mm. So I went and I, you know, I said, you know what? I'm, I'm getting a TV shot. You know, I'm going to look presentable, you know. So I went and I cut my fucking hair off. And you, you said, what year off. was that again? It was 98. Oh, okay. How did you feel? Like my daughter started crying. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Started crying Where's dad? <laughs> my, my, my daughter's the one telling me to like cut it. Like she's really? four, she's four years old, and I'm like, "Hey, mama, I'll show her a picture of me." And like, you know, back then, and I've always had the beard. Mm -hmm. When I shaved my beard, like, like with the razor shave, not like just trimmed it how it is, she was like, "What the fuck?" But like with the hair, she she actually told me like, you know, like I gave her choices. Which one? <laughs> Why does she, she want she, you to cut your hair? I mean, just, if you can grow hair, grow it, bro, man, because it'll crazy. fall off by itself later yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well, I look let, at let my God dad, cut it off for I, you. I, I look at my dad, and I, I'm not going to have that Best problem. Barber. I'm just going to be Oh, well, you never know. My dad, my grandpa, I chingle the hair, bro. You know what I mean? It doesn't. It just depends what you do with your life. Even when people bald, you I, can I still feel, keep that ponytail if you want to. Nah. You, know? you can look at the glory days out there in the back. I, I just feel like, like if, I, if I was going to start losing hair, I would have already started losing it, and I'm going to knock on wood when I say that. Not really. How old are you? I'm 30. But I know people in their 20s that I have cousins sí, that are like like six years younger than but it's me. It's a DNA. I knew a guy in seventh grade that had a full beard, dude. That you was know my what cousin. I mean? Shut and up. He would, anyway, and he, he would shave and the next day he'd have a beard again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, seventh grade, bro. You know, well, so everybody's dude, I remember different. When we were in high school, there was a guy I had for class when I was a freshman. He was a junior. His name was Chufo. Yeah, Chufo. Yeah, had yeah, a yeah, big ass They would tell him beard H-E-B every day. He's 17 years old. He's the one who go to H-E-B. Everybody hitting up. Hey, buy us some No idea. Chufo. <laughs> Dude, yeah, that's, that's some like, weird names in Elsa. Yeah, that's crazy. And man, that's crazy. My, my cousin Manny, we graduated eighth grade, right, to go to ninth grade. That summer, he grew out his beard, and he had a fucking like beard, like a fucking long goat type yeah, shit. That's wild. Rumple steel skin on. Like, yeah, 
Estaba saliendo la beard para afuera de la puerta del cuarto. Now my beard didn't start growing until after high school that I stopped shaving because I always shaved my shit. The first thing I started growing out was a soul patch. Oh, the flavor saver. Oh, yeah. He has his flavors manscaped. Oh, no. No, welcome to the jungle, Nancy Bell. Nah. I mean, I hit a drought. A few months ago, I was in a, in a drought and pretty depressed. And when 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 you're, I had more hair down there than I do up here. <laughs> so so when he's naked, it looks like a hummingbird egg in a buzzard's nest. <laughs> pretty much. Like, it had like uh, mini me. Hummingbird egg in a buzzard's nest. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That is probably what it looked like, right, Johnny? Um, you know who I got that joke from, bro? I, I had Mick shit. Foley, dude. Oh shit! Oh, yeah, Mick yeah. Foley, dude. Akita? Everybody has in my life. Everybody says I look like Mick Foley. The Rock and Sock connection. That's who I got. He did a like a he he said a story of his life at the Scorcher inside the ring. I introduced him and Batista. That's awesome. And and so he said that, and he he was talking about Al Snow, right? Oh yeah, yeah. He said and he was talking about a match where Al Snow got on the on the on the buckle, and they 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 took his shorts down, and they went all the way down, and what we saw was like a hummingbird egg in a buzzard's <laughs> nest. <laughs> no, man, See, hey. I got the no, visual, no. bro. We're on video. That, that's it why. <laughs> speaking of humming, I mean, you want a nest? Look at this guy's back. That's how you see. <laughs> that's great. South Texas scorch. I remember Mick it's Foley. Mick Foley bad. came down and did a book signing when uh -huh. he released his book at, yeah. the, at the at the the Greyhound racetrack. Yeah. yeah. And I remember going to go see that shit, dude. It was oh, at the racetrack. Yeah, yeah. That's and crazy. I remember staying for the bands, and the the headliner was American Hi-Fi. Oh, they had that song okay. Flavor yeah, of the Week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and then, and then Un Loco the opened week. up for them. Oh, and that was, was I was like, I was a kid, dude. Fucking watching Un Loco, I was like, damn, dude, these dudes are yeah. Yeah. Joey Duenas. Yeah, and I remember yeah. hearing like back Un then, like Loco. they got signed to Universal Records, and it's yeah. like you would go to Universal, like when the internet first came out, Universal.com, and they would say like artists, Madonna, and all these, and then yeah. Un Loco. I'd be yeah, like, yeah, that's crazy. Un Loco, Valley Lemons. Do you remember the Valley Lemons? Yeah, it was a Davy and his brother. They ended up becoming Black Torah. Ah, I always wonder what the fuck happened. there. Yeah, well, the Valley, Valley Lemons. Lemons turned in. Uh, they, okay. they were Black Torah, and uh, well, they had another name too. I think uh, back, right. I, back I when they the threw the Valley Palooza, I went to that. Yeah. and I remember. I can't remember who headlined. You know, Mark Fanage was the brain behind all that. Oh, for real? Yeah, he was a brain behind Scorcher. Uh, Mark Fanage, the guy you hear on the commercials, uh, like uh, the, the the House of China. Yeah. yeah. So that guy, man, he's a, really. He was a, that's what the fuck. That's what I wanted to ask you. Who is that guy? The voice Johnson? No, the yeah. one no, the one that you would hear like that would do the voice of the commercials. Yeah, he like, does uh, like a bunch of them, right? Well, Bob, yeah, yeah. Bobby Macias of Mixmasters does a lot of voices. Yeah. I don't know if you well, know who that is. Yeah, what Bobby does is a lot of imaging. He does like the get nuevo. Yeah. And all that oh, stuff. Okay, right? okay. So he does that. He's real good at it. Shit, too. I was driving the other day. I fucking yeah, I, I started start hearing uh, fucking Dr. T fucking commercial, you know what I mean? And you're hearing yeah. your voice or hearing the fucking <laughs> San Juan tractor supply and shit. It's crazy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, have, yeah. have you always done ads like that for people, like readings yeah. and shit? Yeah, yeah. Since I started, and uh, and you know, what helped me out was my reading ability. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, I was your inflections. I was, I was a shit. real good reader since I was a kid in mm -hmm. school. You know, uh, but uh, that's about the only thing I would do that was good in school, man. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I told I was, Andy that I wanted to ask you. 
if you can do our intro like i would just i want to hear what he does out of your voice like mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so like yeah whatever you need for me bro i'll like, produce and put it like, together like just for like fun like right here like on the fly if you could just say like the 956 abv welcome back no 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 i say what is up everybody welcome back to the 956 abv podcast yeah but let, let's hear the rock and roll james <laughs> version of that well then don't talk if about you don't mind if you don't mind Buenas noches todos los que Oh shit. It's bilingual. Estamos aquí en la ABV podcast. Yo todos ustedes aquí en el RGV. You guys laughed over. You don't know how radio works. You guys laughed over. Y los vamos a poner hasta el tronco a la noche. Yeah, no. Um Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome to the another edition of oh, What did you say? <laughs> What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the 956 ABV podcast. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the 956 ABV podcast. Let's go! There we fucking go. Andy, you're fired, man. (laughs) By the way, I'm an impersonator, too. (laughs) By the way, he'll send you the fucking invoice for that shit. <laughs> Gonna get the Zell request. Pinche voiceover, bruto. Yeah, man, I appreciate you guys inviting me over. Nah, yeah, 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 I mean, dude. dude, you're a fucking fucking valley legend, bro. I mean, for reals, man. I've been listening to you since I was a kid, bro. And yeah. and having you here in our in our studio and shit is fucking badass. You know bro. what? I, I've never considered myself that. You know, I never. Well, you are, man. I mean, I, I've always, you know, uh, just like I said a little while ago, I don't like sitting in a room full of uh, ties and you know suits. suits. Yeah, I'm 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 just you guys, man. That's what I am, and I just like I like to fucking hustle i like to create i like to do a lot of things and everything i wanted to do i'm gonna fucking do them you know what i mean mean, and if i'm gonna do them yeah and i would i always told everybody look if if the door of opportunity opens don't put your foot to keep it from closing you fucking tear that sucker off the fucking hinges that shit and you go and you do it and then you know what you give it your best fucking shot and if you if it doesn't pan out it didn't pan out but you gave it your best fucking shot. You gave it your all. And yeah. then something else is going to pop up. But you got to make things happen. You can't sit around and wait for it to come to you, man. You got to go get it. You know, and I've always been a go-getter. I've lived my life just following my talent, you know, wherever it took me, man. That's where I made work. That's where I made money. That's where I got, you know, that's where I made a living. And because I ain't got no education, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I ain't got a college Dropped degree. Dropped out at freshman year. Yeah, but I was going to be a sophomore. And so I never, you know, I never went back to school. I was bad in school. But I was one of those you students. You that kids? Fuck school. Nah. No, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I, was, I was one of those kids uh, that, like, in fourth grade, I'd, like, get Fs, uh, but then I'd beat everybody in the spell. B, you know, I was, dude, like, I was the exact same way, dude. <laughs> I, all, all school year, I would never do shit, but when it would come time to the six weeks test, everyone would copy off me because I would that's when I would try and shit uh-huh. like that. And it was See, so, well, like, I wasn't that good, I just did the spelling, <laughs> it was just a spelling B, right? I lost, me, I lost, hey, I lost <laughs> second place spelling B, fourth so grade. You trying to call I yourself I mis- a prodigy? I misspelled scissors, I misspelled prodigy. scissors, spell oh, prodigy, scissors, spell it right uh, now. Progreso, <laughs> what are you, I don't know, <laughs> nah, man, but yeah, bro. I mean, 
Thanks a lot for stopping by, man. Hell yeah. I'm yeah. Toda madre, yeah, man. like hanging out here, bro. I appreciate you hey. coming in and, yeah, man. and blessing us with your presence. We have had a lot of guests. The homies in the house been guests and no fucking shade on you guys, but like you you really are a fucking legend, man. Like you I really are, that, man. man. I appreciate that, man. And uh, you know, sometimes I I, I I do, you know, I do sometimes think you know, sit down and I get that moment where I think like, man, you know, just like reflect. Yeah, dude, like I you, reflect. You've done a lot. You've uh, fucking yeah, helped out a lot of people, all that shit. Yeah, bro. especially with the show that I've got, you know, when the guests show up and they're like, wow, there's this, there's that. And there. <laughs> dude, I mean, when you invited us on, we were like, oh shit, like, fuck. Yeah, I, I didn't like, crazy. I was, I had to like get pretty fucking high before going <laughs> in. I was like, hey dude, we had fun on the show. <laughs> oh man. yeah. I, I, I started definitely. it off with that fucking $400 tequila. I want to redeem, yeah. redeem myself with the grito. <laughs> the grito, dude, the grito. I'm you want to redeem myself. yourself? I'm going to redeem myself. <laughs> Not tonight. Not tonight. Ah. Next time, next time we go on the show. Next time we Next time we go on that PVT show, bro. I yeah, can't yeah. let Guero yeah. Miklo over here. <laughs> he beat you. I'll grito, man. He beat you. Yeah. I'll I can't let Miklo Just as you're going to fucking get ready for that shit. It was too, Cinco, bro. It wasn't it Cinco de Mayo? Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. Cinco, 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 Cinco de Mayo. And what do I come up with? Piche grito cantes. Dude, I can't wait for the nipple That's because you put me on the spot because I'm not a regular person just doing that shit. I don't even listen to Tejano. I'm like, man, this is like, I listen to this as an adult. <laughs> I didn't hear it as a kid like Andy. Hey, like, I hear it as an adult. It, it, it didn't I'm sound like, like it that day, bro. Exactly. That's why I'm saying I need to redeem myself. Yeah. I, I have always liked to surprise people, you know, with something. And, you know, just to get the... You hear how high I was in my Just guitar. to get the raw reaction, you know, like, oh, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, yeah. So people can feel like, well, they don't fucking know. So, so, so PVT, it's it's live streaming. That's uh -huh. how you guys are doing yeah, it. So I even see. when you guys did your show, there was no it cuts was, or nothing. Yeah, it was straight live. Oh, that's crazy. I never right. asked you guys about that, yeah. about how that went. That's yeah. badass. And that started once the pandemic came into show. That's yeah. when you guys started, how you yeah, were we saying? We started going live. Now we Damn, got, that's we crazy, started with dude. one camera. Now we got about five and they're all iPhones. And it's crazy seeing your shows when you have your homeboys on and stuff like that. And just, yeah. you know what I mean? The way a conversation carries, it's like, it's yeah. weird seeing behind the scenes from having to be like, you know what I mean? Like on your P's and Q's still on the radio, but then hearing behind the scenes, like yeah. hearing you say fuck, I'm not gonna lie. That's crazy to me. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? I've never heard this guy cuss in my life, and I watch his show, and it's like, damn, yeah. it's like you see the real person. That's so badass. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. I mean, that's one of the words we can't say on radio. Yeah, like, that's know? one of them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now you can't say anything, bro. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, you gotta say them. You can't they. say he. You can't say he. Or she. This fucking guy over here. Yeah. He, he put that on our Instagram. They them. I went back and like finally like a few, like a month ago. I took that shit. Ha ha. Ha ha. <laughs> you should put on a, you know, sex or gender, you know, put a non-binary. <laughs> 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 I'll let Andy do Cinco, that. LGBTQA plus slash minus. <laughs> I, put that, I put that on my taxes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so give me more for that shit. Income credit with that <laughs> shit. Yeah. Nah, my, my kid is them, so hey, what's up? Hey. Right. But yeah, before we wrap it up, you you got married at what age? What the fuck? Um, <laughs> I, no, no, no. Hey, wait. Shut hey, the fuck up and let me ask. Hey, yo soy puro pinche common law, carnal. Yo no soy pinche married. Seven months. When did you shack too. up with a chick? You know? <laughs> All right. I guess you returned your ring. Anyways. When did you shack up with a chick? We started exactly. her when, when did you guys make that step? Because I've been in entertainment. I've played in bands. I've DJed. All that shit. And I've always been with 
unsupportive women. Mm-hmm. So my that question sucks. is like, how has that been? Like, how was that ride? You know, like I'm pretty sure you had like some groupie type no, 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 más le dices, hey, ¿sabes qué? Voy a hacer lo que voy a hacer y esto y que te guste y si no, ya voy a hacerme tortillas. Oh. Ya, Let's go. go. Shout out to that because that's my fucking attitude now, man. That's straight up my fucking attitude now, man. I quit DJing when I was like barely peaking working with Bobby Macias and Mix Masters, getting big corporate gigs, like, you know, like fucking fire gigs. And at that peak, like, I stopped it all because the person I was with was so unsupportive. So, like, that's something I've always wanted to ask people who are married or common law. You know that are still doing it for so many well, fucking at the, years. At the end of the day, it's happiness, bro. You you got to be happy, man. You yeah. know you can't be you know unhappy in a fucking life. Mm. You know you only mm. get one fucking life, bro. That's right. And if yeah. you're gonna do something that's not making you happy, then maybe you gotta do something else. Don't get fucking stuck in that puddle. Yeah. You know there's always opportunity. There's always something else to do that you might want to do. And if it's something that you like to do and you're doing it and you're getting paid for it, fucking a badass. Oh yeah. If you're in a relationship and then it fucking you know it, it sucks and you're not happy then why the fuck do you stay in a relationship yeah you know i mean hey you know what it didn't work out it gotta go whatever whatever happens happens let's split up maybe we'll end up back together again who knows yeah but right now it's all about you know fucking doing what we love to do and having yeah. faith and respect and exactly. you know in each other and uh you know and be secure and let me do what i gotta do and i'll let you do what you gotta do and we won't be bitching about each other's what we like to do yeah. you know yeah. what i mean oh yeah yeah, yeah man I, I had to get that question in because i'm a fucking single dad and i'm a, i'm 36 going on 37 this year and i'm like already like I'm just going to stay single the rest of my life. You know what I mean? Because that's my mentality right now mm-hmm. is that if you don't support what the fuck I'm doing, well then fuck you then. You know what well, I mean? I, I'm not going to be there like hindering who the fuck I am mm-hmm. to make you happy. Well, yeah. so I, I think that's a good mind state, even though I mean, single for the rest of my life, who knows? Right. But at least for right now, if there's someone who's, you're considering but they're not supportive you know what i mean like if they're just they're like hey well it's not, I was, wor- I was it's thinking, not worth it at this I was thinking age you could bro, cancel you know? the podcast because you know what i mean <clears throat> i wanted to go out to eat at applebee's it's like what the fuck like <laughs> yeah it's it's not worth it's like where, where do you see this going like in a year like you know what i mean like i feel like negativity like that when you're trying to it's called look ba- at the big picture bro, all it, it's called balance yeah True. you have to yeah, just yeah, find man. balance in life yeah, yeah. you know i mean if you do have a relationship going on right now uh you need to realize that there's somebody else in your life besides the shit you're doing and besides yeah. the, the shit you like to do. Yeah. So as long as you balance it out to where you could do what you like to do that's fun and you can still do things for her that'll make her happy, yep. it'll work out. Yeah. Right here. It can't balance. happen at the same time. It can't happen at the same time, but it can happen at different points of the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You schedule it, you balance it, and everything mm-hmm. works out. The thing is, is when you know you overload your plate with bullshit. Yeah. You and know? then you don't want to say no to this, yeah. but also you didn't say no to this, and now there's a conflict and it's fucking like, you know what I mean yeah someone's gonna you, someone's gonna end up mad yeah and it's yeah. all about you know worried about hurting somebody's feelings hey yeah, dude yeah. I can't fucking make it I'm gonna tell you right now instead of telling you I'm gonna make it and I'm not gonna show up no I'm gonna tell you yeah, I'm not gonna fucking shit. make yeah, it yeah. alright and this is why you know whatever you know I gotta take my wife we we, we oh, shit 
Ya no le dé. Oh, ya, 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 ya le ya pegaron. Por un pinche hashtag BBT. Where's, where's, let's get some pasta in here, guys. Oh, where's shit. your cat, man? Come lick this shit up. Nah, oh. man. Thank you for answering that, man. I had to. I had to definitely squeeze in that question. Well, I gave you two two types of answers. Yeah. The first answer when when I told the lady off and shut the yeah. let me do it, but me to election guy. That was just being a little bit more comedic. comedic yeah. But yeah. the honest, uh, the honest answer, dude is to balance you know and 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 be be considerate yeah be considerate and then they'll be considerate with you and then you know if uh, if but she, if they're not you know we need to work something out you know yeah. we can do this if we want if we really if you really love each other plus you love each other bro so you're willing to do a different things to help each other you know yeah. what i mean oh, it's like me and my wife man my wife she's my man She's my the eyes behind my head. She takes care of me. I take care of her. We're like inseparable. We're like, I mean, when I'm not around hanging out doing podcasts or anything, I'm at home with her, my dogs. And then when we go do the thing, she handles the business. And so we have a very good relationship. And, you know, sometimes we, you know, get of course, a upset, <laughs> but it's nothing, you know, it's, it's not enough to just, you know, yeah. I mean, we, 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 we respect each other. And she's just a hard worker, man. I mean, I'm I'm blessed to have my wife and with me, and uh, you know, for the past 17 years, she's oh, yeah. just and shout, shout out to her and all the hey. women that stand behind their men without giving and them no neck or on, yeah, on a, time on about a, it. You know, no, what I'm dude, no, and you know, I even mean, when you apply that balance. There's just some people out yeah. there that are gonna just seventeen not years. Fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like, seventeen years. Seventeen years. Yeah. And how long have you been sober now? I've been sober sixteen years. Sixteen oh, years. Yeah. So she was there for one year of the yeah. Of as the, a matter of fact, she uh, she uh, she was uh, staying at my house. I, mm -hmm. I asked her to stay at my house mm -hmm. in Sherryland while I went to rehab. And oh, she yeah. stayed. I had like a 2002 uh, numbered uh, Harley Davidson truck. Real nice. <laughs> So she'd go see me every weekend in uh, Center Point, Texas, up, uh, in the hill country, and um, we had this little, this little um, uh, chihuahuito, mm -hmm. <laughs> Ch chiquito bro, and she she would sneak him in her purse into the rehab and like, <laughs> have him in my room, A little motherfucking thing like that barking, <laughs> and he's still with me today, man. He's my Shut rehab. The fuck. Damn. He was born in April, and I went into <laughs> rehab in June. Oh shit! He's seventeen years old. Yeah, he's the gonna fucking be Chihuahua. In April, he'll be seventeen. Damn, that's crazy. He's old and frail. What, what's his name? Mom. What's his <laughs> name? Wero. Wero, damn, Andy. Come in, my chiquito. I bought, I bought a pit bull uh, whiskey, and he died on me, man. Eleven years, dude. And oh it was damn, that's hard. Yeah, painful. Yeah, yeah. Bro, I was fucking crying like a baby, dude. Damn. I remember seeing your post about him. Beautiful dog, man. The first, the first death I've ever had in my family was my German Shepherd, and dude, that shit was hard. Dude, yeah. it's crazy. I, dude, I remember. I had a German I, Shepherd. Yeah. Yeah. Was crazy. I didn't think it was going to affect me like that, but it did, man. <laughs> yeah, just porn, like cause yeah. I, I guess it's because I lost. I saw the last of him. I held his paw till he died, mm -hmm. and I saw how he was suffering in, in, in the bedroom. And I had to take him at one a.m. to the ER, and, <sighs> and they had to put him to sleep and stuff like that. And just the look on his face, you know, when he was looking like I don't want to. Don't wanna, don't let me. I want to die. I don't want to die. I want to be bro. with you. I just want to be with you. It was painful. Bro. Oh, fuck. And so, you know, I think about those times and that, that, that's, yeah. that's what made me fucking break down quite a bit. Still does. I mean, you know, 
Uh, but, uh, you know, I gave him 11 good years, and he was a happy dog, man. And, That's uh, good, man. He was an indoor guy. And then Wedo is, is 16, 17, so we're, I'm already planning, like, okay, it's going to happen sooner or later, you know? Yeah. And then we have a little weenie dog. His name's Willie. Hey. And he's about four. He's gonna be four in Don't August. Don't Mr. Willie. Yeah. So, so <laughs> where's I, Crazy Willie? <laughs> I was telling myself, you know, uh, one of these days it's just gonna be Willie, you know, and and my wife's gonna be devastated when my Chihuahuita dies, bro. That's he, so, bro. I mean, that's and and the reason why I ask is like, okay, so so as long as she's been with you, how you said, you know, you need someone that's supportive, and she's supportive with you. You know what I mean? She even how you said she started spearheading the podcast, yeah. the PBT, yeah. like so. It's always been. As soon as you met her, it was already you had your mind on sobriety. Like you were already moving in that direction, and she just kind of like helped well, you go into I, it. Well, I actually, you know, uh, I was um, I, I was lost for a couple of days. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. she and she was calling and calling, and I never answered. Right? Mm -hmm. And uh, and so I was missing for like three days, dude, on drugs and alcohol. And then uh, I finally show up at work, uh, and I'm doing the afternoon at Kepasa ninety nine point five. And as soon as she hears my voice on the radio. She starts calling because we had cell oh, phones shit, right? back in the early 2000s. 2000, yeah. And uh, and so I wasn't answering it, man. And then I get a text from her sister and I go, is that why you wanted to go out with my sister so you can break her heart like that? Oof. And I was like, so bro, you know, I'm, I'm fucking hurting more people, man. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And so, you know, that, that really had an effect on me that time, man. Yeah. And I said, you know what? I need a change, dude. I need to stop, man. You know, I need to stop. And, you know, I still kept going for a little bit. I almost had an OD. Uh, and, uh, and I ended up uh, just what really changed my, my made me go into rehab. I was, because when I was smoking coke inside my fucking garage, I, all I would say was like, ya la caí con mis chavalos, bro. Yeah, I, I man, I, they're never gonna fucking love me. I fucked up their lives, you know, and all this and that, and just fucking and so they they would turning on and, shit, and turning like, on. No, but I'd be missing, okay. man. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah. And then they'd be calling my name on the radio in the morning. Hey, yeah. if anybody sees Rock, he's missing. Oh, and they're going to school, and all their friends are hearing. You know, can you imagine, bro? Yeah, that's bro. crazy, bro. And, yeah. and I know, can imagine that that's the turmoil that you go so, through being an addict, like yeah. telling yourself, "I'm fucking up." It's. I feel like one of the big things that always happens, yeah. like. I'm fucking up, dude. I know I'm fucking up, and it's like you're already in that hole, and yeah. it's like I feel like that's something really hard. That's why I, I I'm always intrigued and interested when I hear someone who's been sober for so long, from someone who like even though you can casually drink, you know that there's those days where you go too hard or do too yeah. much, and it's like fuck, dude. You know what I mean? I'm already like yeah. So, like I, I, so I, let me let me let me get back now. to you know. So I was I was smoking and yeah. blaming my kids that yeah, I, yeah. I fucked up their lives, and you know they're never gonna love me and all this and that. And then one day I'm in my home and it's like four or five in the afternoon and I haven't slept and I'm laying down in my couch. Nobody's in my house, just me. And I hear kids playing at a distance and I started thinking, you know, like, fuck, man. I said, I need help, man. I haven't been fucking asleep in about eight days and shit. And so I, I right there and then I said, I need to get back into rehab, you know, because I had already gone once and I was clean for two years. And I started up again in a year. I ended up back in rehab and so I texted my kids, I texted, you know, my mom, my brothers, and I, I texted them. I decided to go back to rehab. And who were the first ones to respond? My kids, man. Oh, shit. Saying, thank God, Dad, we love you. Damn. And I'm over here thinking, I'm fucking doing this shit, blaming it on them. 
for not for not fucking loving me because I'm fucked up. Yeah. You know, I'm never gonna blame them for shit again. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, that's that's it. I, I went to rehab and I and, and when I got to rehab, I still thought, man, I can still drink, man. It was the cocaine that fucked yeah, me yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. And then some guy walks in to the rehab that was with me there three years to the day, right? And I'm like, hey, what the fuck are you doing here, bro? No, I relapsed, bro. Back. Like, well, mm. come on in, man. Orale. Then I still had that. Man, I, got, yo la con la coca, I was drinking and I was good. Pero no, man, I could still drink. It's a Coke. So then the next day, another guy walks in that was with me three years to the day, bro. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> he goes, ah, I fucked up. And I was like, what is this, a fucking reunion or what? <laughs> and then right and you there, see yourself like, right there and then, I said, that's me, man. Yup, exactly. That's me walking right back in this place. It's Thinking over. that you're good. Thinking that you see them like, oh, well, I mean, I'm not that yeah, bad. Especially yeah. being like, I've gone to CA classes before. And it's like, okay, well, I'm here court ordered at CA. And you hear people's stories that are like horror stories you know what i mean i'm like I, i'm showering i'm fucking sticking my head out of the shower to fucking take a rip real quick and shit and go back and it's like damn well, i'm not that bad <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm, I'm not that bad i'm okay you know what i mean but you're really not you're just fucking making oh no your and brain like, fucks yeah, you up bro exactly yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. You, you know you're you're the in ego. a cloudy you're it's in an a, ego yeah it's an ego it's a, sometimes it's shit that you're hanging on to it's like me you know my mind was telling me that my kids didn't fucking love me bro yeah and they did. And they the whole time they love you no matter what. They yeah, were yeah, over yeah, there. Yeah, they yeah, were yeah. they were yeah. away from me just wondering if their dad was still alive or not, man. Yeah. You know? Man, I've, I've gone through yeah. that a lot with my dad, too, and it's crazy. No matter how mad you even, you could voice it, you can say you're mad, but you know that's your fucking jefito, dude. You know what I mean? You're always going to still have that love for him and shit. I've been in fist fights with my dad and shit, and when he passed away, overdosed and shit, it was like, damn, dude, what I would do to fucking have him back and, like, for him to know that I wasn't mad at him about that shit, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, fucking... There yeah, was nothing man. you could have done. You, you, to That's why, you know, I mean, uh, you know, life is a journey. Yeah. Uh, you're going to have some, cra you know, I, I started mo uh, doing motivational speaking, talking to boys conferences at the middle schools. Mm -hmm. They asked me to talk to elementary, but no, I, I, it's middle school because yeah. that's when yeah. I started doing Yeah, they can really understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I go and I talk to them. And one time I went to the um, um, Alton Middle School mm. and it was a boys conference and I gave them one hour motivational speech talked that made them laugh made mm. them cry and at the end they came and they hugged me and they were thank you sir and all this and that right and I was like what are this so I walked out of that school and I fucking broke down I started crying dude yeah. and I look up and I said that's why you put me through that fucking bullshit, right? So I could do that, right? <laughs> yeah, dude, for okay, real. Okay, if that's what you did it for, I accept it. Yeah. And so two weeks later, I'm doing a remote with the queue at uh, Charlie Clark Nissan over there in Harlingen. Mm -hmm. And some man shows up and he says, Hey, Rock, vengo de Mission, carnal. Ah, orale, ¿qué pasó? Nomás vine a decirte que you had an amazing impact on my son. Damn. He's emulating everything he saw you do, man, at that school. Yeah, that's crazy. And I thought to myself, now I understand when you reach one kid and then that kid goes and he reaches other kids and he, yep. you know what I mean? Yep. It All it takes is one kid that you might be able to change. And you then, just got to cast that stone to create that ripple. Yeah. And so, you know, now I do stuff like that. I go talk to prisons. I go talk to restitution centers. I go to the juvenile alternative yeah. Uh, and then I go talk to, uh, you know, uh, just, uh, classes or, you know, schools about my life and, you know, and I'm, you know, I try to put it together, but I, you know, I, I really enjoy that when I do that, 
you know, because when I go and I talk about my life to some people, it helps me with my sobriety, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, so. And, I mean, I'm, I can imagine also knowing that you're affecting people, too, you know what I mean? Because that... The, the 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 least the thing that you think is the least whatever right like just something in passing that you do really can have an effect on someone in the long run you know what i mean like a little gem yeah, that you keep from you can. a little gem can turn into fucking something huge for someone else you know what i mean like yeah, I, I we, to- we we do that ourselves you know i mean all of us we we run into people and we learn something from everybody yeah true. and then later on it might come in handy it's like putting it in a toolbox and whenever yeah. something gets fucked up it, hey, I, yeah, it was there fucking, i left that screw there to you know what i mean so but uh well, you're you know, definitely a, a you're definitely a gem in this podcast and yeah. and, and, and yeah. in the goddamn nine five six. I'm happy for the guy, man. Yeah. Hey shit, I did jungle gym. I didn't give a all right. We have Jungle Jim in the house. Eh? Jungle Jimmy Bronco 956. Uh, you know what I mean? Nah, man, but shit, man. Hey, we just want to give you a huge shout out, man. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Thank you. Th- hey, oh, thank yeah. you so much for being on the Sustame podcast. Bro. One time. <laughs> nah, you fucked all that up. Yeah. Nah, nah, nah. nah, man, but thank you so much again for coming on. Hey, cuando quieran, bro. You know I'm just a hop, skip, and a jump away, bro. Because if you quieren hacer algo y quieren que venga cae el palo con ustedes, I'm going to be here. And we'll have a great time, great for conversation, sure, man. Sure, and I enjoy man. this, man. It's awesome. Thank oh, yeah, you. I appreciate it. Hey, and I wish you the best of luck. You guys will be on my show. I'll get you on. That way, you know, that's yeah, the way we do. do we it, help man. each other out. And let's uh, do it. Our audience will now know, now that you got a YouTube channel, you yeah, know, man. we can start building your YouTube channel up. You hear that? Oh, yeah. yeah. You heard that, motherfuckers? <laughs> they heard it. Hey, but once again, man, Rock and Roll James on the motherfucking podcast. Yeah, spilling beer all over the place. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> the best a, way to do it. Yeah. You're not a rock star if you ain't throwing beer all over the place. It's a weekly thing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but uh, to close out the episode, hey, we got some Whiskey D. Mm. Let's go. And we got that Midnight Rider. Yeah. And Happy again, a big, big shout out. March fourth. Okay. March fourth, landmark. Hey, shout Walking out. Crazy and whiskey D. Let's go. Right. So it's Saturday, March fourth. We're gonna be there, man. Let's We're gonna do it. Play guys, this March second at uh, fucking landmark again. There's gonna be a free comedy show. Your homeboy is gonna be a special guest judge. Hey. You need to get so, on stage uh, and be a comedian, bro. One day, one day. Pitch open mic night. I started following an open it. page. Yeah. Uh, open mic and do it around midnight when everybody's all fucked up already, the man. They're gonna crack up. <laughs> when I'm laughing. fucked up by that time. Yeah. Hey, but shout out, man. Thanks to everyone listening yeah. and watching. We'll get back at you next week, bros. Thank you. Cheers.